Hey guys, this is Ian. I wanted to quickly just chew on your ear and just say welcome to the first episode and thank you all for your support up until this point. You guys have been great. I wanted to dive into the episode right away, but there are some major things I wanted to announce that we are... Well, first of all, we're fully up and running, but there's some other things I definitely think you guys want to know and some just people I need to thank. So I just wanted to quick give a quick shout out to those people, and they are the people over at Cursed Clover Dice. They are the people over at Homebrew Coffee. The wonderful guys over at Uncharted North and Dungeons and DVDs and everyone involved with those properties have been absolutely fantastic. They've been super helpful, super kind. Can't say a bad thing about anyone with them. So go check them out. This is a personal recommendation. They're all great. They're all fantastic. To our podcast, to our, not creators, but they, they make stuff. One makes coffee, if you couldn't tell. The other one probably makes dice. You know, I <laughs> I just, I seriously want to thank those guys and just give a quick shout out. They're wonderful. I wanted to do another one for Dungeons and Dragons and Brothers as well. It's two kids and their dad playing a wonderful family-friendly game of Dungeons and Dragons. As much as I would love for us to be a family-friendly podcast, we do strive and work very hard to just get down to that PG-13 level. So if you're looking for a family-friendly D&D podcast with little ones, Dungeons and & Dragons and & Brothers is my number one choice. I am listening to them constantly. A great podcast. I wanted to take a moment to also thank our resident artist, Sammy, for all her wonderful work. She's in our Discord, and I will be posting her portfolio, or a link to her portfolio, hopefully soon with her permission. I think she does wonderful work, and the more I can talk about it, the better. Another forward for some of the Eberron veterans who are stopping in or who are listening to us for the first time. As you know, this setting is very flexible by design, but one major change I have done that I won't really get into, such as, and a reason for it while we're playing the game, is that I added humans to the house of Jorosko as well. So just a heads up on that if you think it's a mistypo or a misspoken word. No, they've been added for a reason. I want to also thank Hannah, Ben, David, Chase, Caitlin, Darcy, and Maggie. Uh, those hobos have been absolutely fantastic. I could not have a better group of friends, and they have been super supportive and wonderful throughout the whole way. So without this, without them, this would never have been possible anyway. So thank you guys. They're, those guys are the real heroes here. And the fake ones that we're about ready to jump into, but I got more things to say. My scriptwriter couldn't find another spot to put this, so this is where we're putting it. We have a super cool announcement. We have partnered up with Curse Clover Dice for a promotion. On Curse Clover Dice on Etsy, you can see any of their amazing, wonderful Dungeons & Dragons Click Clack Math Rocks. You get whole sets. They are absolutely fantastic. I There's 10 on my wish list already. And if you need them, like I do you do get a promo code, which I don't. So jealous, I'm jealous on that one, but I'm saving it for you guys. It is Cursed Outcomes. If you want to use it and save yourself some money, that is C-U-R-S-E-D-O-U-T-C-O-M-E-S. You use it, you save some cash, you help us out. We know we're working together and we're working together great. 
The other thing about it is the first few people to use that promotion code is going to get something special in their order. I'm really pumped about it, and I think you'll really like it. Um, let me put it this way. I did not want to give them up. <laughs> They're really cool, so check them out. And if you don't get the super special thing and you use the promo code, you still get something from Dicey Outcomes as well in your order. So just think of it as just a thank you for checking us out, thinking we're cool. And if you do think we're super, super cool, you can check us out on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. And wherever you consume your podcasting listening needs. Podbean's our number one app, but we're obviously on Apple, Google, Spotify, I think iHeart. Pandora's coming soon. We're everywhere. Heck, if you want to just download them, I'll put them in the Discord too. Speaking of which, we're on Discord. That's one of my per personal favorite platforms anyway. And we have sections to talk about games, the show. It's a great place to become friends, meet small creators, and so much more. I tried to stalk it pretty regularly. And truth be told, if you're in it and you're checking us out and you're talking and you're getting real friendly, super cool with us, well, you already know all my friends. So I definitely need more. So hit us up. Give us a shout. Talk to us. We're more than happy to talk to anyone and everyone. And if you need your butt kicked in a few video games, I'm more than happy to do that as well. So without further ado, please, 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 first two and a half hour long premiere slash we had some audio issues, so I didn't want to divide that one up too much. First official episode of Dicey Outcomes Framework Schemes. Thank you all for so much support and love and thank you. Just I can't say it enough. So bye. They really are. They're they're not real nerds like us. Gatekeep nerding. Because I came up with a technique called fly horse. Any lure that you buy has been handmade by someone. He just needs numbers. I am the neighbor kid. Yikes. Um, I would quit. Has anybody tried to breathe yet? What, what if I just pull? Oh my god, two knives? Oh, I got so many stabs per minute. Say them out loud and hope that someone else will add it. We came to the conclusion that I do have a natural 20 strength. So I had these 15 half-wing children, and I just totally ran with Camp Counselor. My character is literally kill big thing. I have so many fun facts. Three criticals and four rolls. Exactly. I'm not paying to not be at home. Yeah, I'm gonna build them for it. Those are responsible for a very funny Wackus Bonkus reference. Have fun. Don't die. Drink water. I am a musician. Not in the, like, cool hip sense. <laughs> It heard all sorts of new and exciting thoughts rattling around in its head, and it was excited to see what they all evolved into. But for now, it was time for Fish. And after Fish, it wanted to play. So, I just sent everyone a map of the country that we're on. The country we're on is called Corvair. Uh, general history of the world is long ago. Uh, there was three dragons, Kyber, Sybaris, and Eberron. Uh, Kyber saw something in a draconic prophecy, which is like this world's like expansive, all-knowing riddle that shows up in the landscapes, on the people. That's what drag marks are. Uh, Kyber saw something, killed Sybaris, and Eberron was able to trap Kyber inside of her. 
uh, forming the planet, and Kyber is the uh, dark below. Uh, in our little continent of Corvair, we are fresh, fresh out of a hundred-year war between the five major countries, which is Aldair, Thrain, Braylon, uh, Karnoth, and then used to be Siri, but as you can see, there's no Siri on the map. It's just called the Mornlands. The war ended, well, the war was on pause. No one's fighting anymore because Siri blew up. Uh, it was a magical explosion. No one knows the origins. No one knows why. Uh, millions of lives were lost in a day uh, because this country simply just ceased to be. It is now a barren wasteland uh, filled with fog, uh, thunderclouds, storms, just awfulness to go into. So until anyone can figure out what happened, war is kind of on pause because everyone's like, whoa, who had a nuke? So everyone's just on edge right now. So it's peace times, but think of it more as Cold War peace times. Um, and that's all that of the story that I think you guys need to know. Currently, uh, at hand, you guys are in Sharn. Sharn, if you look, it's in Braylon. It's right by the river um, in the uh, bottom southwest southwest corner. So I never eat soggy waffles. Uh, Sharn is a... Let's see if I can't find a picture of that while I'm talking about it. Sharn is a multi-leveled city. So Sharn is one of the oldest cities in Corvair. It was part of an old goblin empire. And long story short, those guys died. And uh, humans and all other races moved in and we just kept building on top of what they had. Let's see if I can't get this to you guys so you can see what we're playing with because when I first saw it I was definitely intimidated there it goes so Sharn has multiple layers top being the skyway that's where all your super rich nobles your house leaders uh, royalty all live uh, upper city that's where your upper, upper middle class nobles, royalty, council members uh, that's where a lot of them reside um the middle city is kind of where the action takes place. This is where you'll uh, get closer to adventure guilds, colleges, uh, a lot of house enclaves, stuff like that. Businesses, uh, anything you think of, libraries. It, this is kind of your goal. Lower city is kind of city adjacent. Um, it's city adjacent, but it's also, you might get into a fight with a bunch of bugbears, goblins, medusas, gargoyles, ogres, orcs, uh, mutant people, which I haven't figured out what they are because the book doesn't know what they are. So, fun stuff. Yeah, yeah the book specifically does. Yeah, uh, it's in Messenger. Good luck. Right, 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 right. Back out. There it is. Um, the cogs, that's where a lot of industrial things are. Uh, very few of them come to the lower city um, when they can afford a vacation. Uh, and then the lava pools have a lot of lava. Not a lot going on down there, but lava. So, to kind of get into the full swing of things, if you guys go back up, I sent you a cutout section of the middle ward. We are going to take place in the bazaar. Uh, that is a marketplace. It is, look at the center and to the left. That is where we're currently at. Uh, 
we are going to kind of start, like I said, high octane, high fast, high aggression. Uh, and there will be three heavy-handed DM get the story along progression moments that we will come to when they get there. I will let you know what happens, and I will literally tell you just, you guys do this. Um, it only happened three times, uh, but they're all, except one, pretty mild. But that one definitely needs to happen. So, we are going to, uh, our story's going to take place. Uh, first and foremost, three questions. Give it to me. One, are we currently recording? Yes. Okay. That's a shame, because now people are going to know how unprepared I am. <laughs> Two, how long ago was that? That, like, the ceasefire? Six years ago. Oh, I'm so sorry. I got it, I got it. Take me. Okay. Your dog licked my toe like three times. I'm like, I thought it was Hannah touching my. Stop it! <laughs> it's a sock. <laughs> I know, it was through a sock. It felt weird. Uh, I guess. So, we are going to zoom in our story, and we are going to start it with um, arguably the person that uh, is going to tip off this whole adventure, and that is a NPC. Uh, we are going to go and zoom in on Mallory the Tiefling. Uh, she is a purple-skinned, horned Tiefling run-of-the-mill. Uh, she's about anywhere between late teens, early 20s. It's hard to tell. She doesn't really know how old she is either. She, uh, as, as if a camera was following her, uh, you go throughout her day and she pickpockets, steals from market stands. Uh, she's basically just an urchin uh, and she has gotten pretty good at it in her uh, very few years on this earth. Um, the quick two things to note before the story really kicks off is as we're following this NPC, she reaches into the pocket of two dark robed men. Uh, as seasoned veteran uh, uh, adventures and people who watch just general bad stories of uh, bad, awful things happening to people, these would be two men not to steal from. However, being a, a tiefling that grew up on the streets, yoink! Uh, and she steals what is a wrapped, uh, very obvious orb of some sort, but it's wrapped in a cloth bag. Uh, later, uh, when she gets to her little nook, alleyway, house, whatever you want to call it, uh, closet's a pretty good descriptor. Uh, she unravels it, and it is a pearlescent gem cut into a perfect sphere around the size of a large, large, large golf ball. Almost completely see-through. And uh, as Mallory would go to look through it, she could somewhat see shapes on the other side of the orb begin to twist, bend, and turn in ways that light should not do alone. Just as she was about to take a closer look, uh, those uh, black road men come chasing after her, and that's when our first player gets introduced. Maui goes into a phone booth. So there are phones in uh, this country and mostly in the city. They are a network of sending stones. So stone gets sent, message gets sent to a stone, that gets sent to another stone. Hello, operator, please reroute me, and they are playing with rocks. Uh, Take two rocks and just put them against each other. It is, it is literally, it is literally, uh, it is like a medicine cabinet of like of different rocks that go to different places, and they're all in their own little soundproof box. Uh, and to make two stones talk, you literally. <laughs> uh, this was an invention by House Sivers. She is uh, runs into this phone booth, and she is obviously scared. Uh, these men are chasing her. They uh, wish to do her very, very bodily harm of death. 
and she calls her only friend that she knows in the city. Uh, Chase, yes. you have been very fortunate in your line of work, and you are currently squatting at a rich upper class uh, resident over near the bazaar, and she has that number. So she asked to be uh, called to the house of, we're going to go with uh, Craig. She's calling Mr. Craig because you have been squatting there for half a week now. No. And she knows that you've been there. So she's calling you for help. Question. Yeah. Does the house Craig know I've been there? I'll reach you for a D20. <laughs> I was just going to say they were out on a business trip, but... uh. Screw it. He's an old guy. He's like an old half-elf of like near-death age. You're just able to be quiet. Oh, okay. He's <laughs> like so old and just deaf and blind. He just doesn't even notice. Yeah, you just take care to clean up your stuff. And yeah. Then, yeah. So, uh, ascending stone in this uh, very expansive, expensive uh, looking over the marketplace uh, apartment. It's not very big, but considering the location and like the view you have, it's money. It begins to ring. And as it begins to ring, you know that he's in the bedroom sleeping because it's one eight, it's one p.m. He sleeps till three every day, and then he goes to bed at seven p.m. every day. Yes. So you have a really good run of the mill. But since that ending stone is now ringing, you have exactly probably half a minute to get it, answer, figure out what's going on, and put it back before he gets to the doorway of his bedroom. That's a pretty. He's old. Um, <laughs> go and I gotta find this stone really quick. Okay, you know where it's at. It's on its little pedestal. Okay, uh, answer. Yeah, sorry. Right. It's Craig Residence. Johnny Two Life speaking. Uh, Mallory's on the phone. She goes, Johnny, Johnny, I, 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 I really need some help. I, I've been pinched. Uh, I, I stole this really expensive looking thing. Now they're after me, and they look really tough. And uh, they, they have these magic. Magic wands that keep shooting magic sparks at me, and I'm, I'm really freaking out. Oh, shit. Uh, have, have you considered begging and pleading for your life? <laughs> she goes, It works out for me. She goes, I thought about that, but in between the lightning bolts, I really haven't had a chance to do that. Can you please come here and help me? Uh, oh, shit. Okay, yeah. Uh, where are you at? Uh, she tells you she is probably on the other side of the district, which is like 20 minute run, uh, seven minute stage coach if you uh, get one. Oh, fuck. Uh, okay. Well, God, I was in the middle of the song. Yeah, I'll be there in a second. <laughs> okay, as you say that, uh, you hear her scream and the line goes dead. And the operator there goes, Sorry, sir, but it looks like the line is no longer in service. Oh, um, thanks, pal. Chase. Oh, I rolled to see if uh, old man Craig would see you as he turns the corner because I think that was about a 30 second conversation. Uh, he rolled a two on his perception and he has a minus three. Uh, so you're good. He fell down and broke a hip. Yeah. As, as I'm walk, running out the door, I say, All right, Craig, I'll be back later. Talk to you soon. Does he think you're a parrot? Does he think you're a parrot? Throw me a perception, deception, whatever, performance to be a parrot to this old man. That would explain why you're allowed to live here so easily. Sorry, what did this one? Uh, deception. One Eight. <laughs> Been around the block a few times. Oh, actually, you know what? For my, I'm going to use my side-powered attack. So what this means is uh, I can roll a d6... And then 
I add that to my roll, and if it succeeds, then I... Alright, so that, what I say that was? An 8? So that's a 12. He knows you're not a parent now. And he goes, my parent doesn't sound like that! Uh, and you take off the door before he can get to his phone. As I throw the door closed behind me, I go, SQUAW! <laughs> You're only 20 to see through that squaw. Squaw! <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah that's 20. I wasted it on the parrot check. <laughs> so, Chase, you are currently booking it out of the doorway. You are pretty high up, so you have two options. So, Sharn has... you. Everyone has one of these, by the way, so go ahead and write it down in a second. Um, everyone should have a feather token. Um, this is a token that just casts Featherfall on yourself. Because Sharn is... Towers, bridges, heights, depths... Um, there's guards that literally all they do is patrol and make sure people don't fall to their deaths. Um, sometimes magic users on the passerby, uh, they see someone fall and they'll cast feather fall on them and then, uh, extort them for money, uh, because they just saved their life. Mm. It's a very good business here. And that's why, uh, feather fall tokens are really cheap. They're about 50 gold each. I guess that's cheap, yeah. Cheaper than the 200 that they usually are. Sure. So that would go, like, in our inventory? Yeah. It's on the indie on Cool. So Chase, the question is, are you going to try to book it there on foot or are you gonna to try to catch a stagecoach? Uh how expensive are stagecoach? Uh to call one and get one? Not super expensive, like five or so gold, but you could just hop on one. You know what? And then, like, hold up the passengers and the person to take you where you want to go. That's a very common thing for criminals to do around Sharn. Is to just... that's, yeah, I think that's okay. something that Johnny Two has to do. I know okay. it's a good neighborhood. Yeah. This is probably going to put a mark on his back. Yeah. But uh, it's his friend Mallory, and he wants to get there quick. So he's going to jump onto some stagecoach. You find one passing kind of at the right angle. And so you went to the roof of this, like, little building on the there's, there's really. I, I say roof, but what it is, it's that sliver of a giant tower that you, you're in, of that particular living quarters, you get to the roof section, like a little cliff, um, where it goes up and up and up. So you get up there, you jump, uh, give me an acrobatics check to get to this uh, stage, uh, flying stagecoach. Hold uh, on, oh, I should have made myself proficient with that. That's a stagecoach? Flying stagecoach. Oh, cool. Sharn uh, is uh, located in something called a manifest zone, which is a section of the country that is uh, its barrier to other planes is weakened. And this one is... Uh... <laughs> hey, this one I think is the dream plane. Uh, this one is that is for you. I think it actually is. Giant like this with certain magical abilities can fly. There's also skateboard. Me. Like Treasure Planet style. Basically, but they're little flying crystals. That candle is hot on my arm. Uh, <laughs> uh, so yeah. Uh, so Chase, you flop on down onto fall to your death. Thank you. Uh, that's what you're trying to do. An 18? 13. 13? The Stagecoast driver has no clue you're trying to do that. So you jump on and you land on there. There are passengers on here. 
Uh, give me a perception check to see how much detail you can find about these passengers. Okay. Okay. Finally, something decent. Perception. 15. You notice on the stagecoach, there is uh, four other... Uh, no. It's just two other. Um, it looks like they were just leaving the bazaar. Uh, and, but one seems really weird to you. One is a warforge, but he is covered in vines, wood, and there seems to be a giant mushroom on his head. And the other one seems to be a half-elf of some sort of decent standing. Okay. Uh, Hannah, Ben, would you guys like to put your minis on the stagecoach before we shift uh, narratives? Hannah, do you need a mini? Yes. Okay. One. So, so for our audio listeners, this uh, the stagecoach that we're riding on very much just looks like a boat with like leathery bat wings on it. Kind of like from Treasure Planet. Yeah. Yeah, it does I was gonna go with beta fish kind of description yeah. with the, the little, little little fins or something. Maybe I don't know. Yeah. Cool. All right. So we're going to shift narrative, and we go back to where Mallory actually is. Uh, we're going to shift to when she just got into the phone booth. You just so happen to be walking down the street in that area. Uh, why? I was probably on my way. What time of day is it? Uh, let's say it's about 9, 9-ish, 9 o'clock. Uh, hey, 10, 14. <laughs> 14, like 9 more. I could be on my way from work. Uh, I'm taking an early lunch break from work. Okay, that's fair. Yeah, may do that. Uh, cool. Uh, you see Mallory in a phone booth, and she looks uh, distraught and stressed. You know Mallory, too. How do I know? Because you know Chase. Um, so you would know of Mallory. Mallory's been in Chase's life for a pretty long time now. Gotcha. Uh, so you definitely see her go into this phone booth, and she looks freaked out. Gotcha. Um, give me a perception check. I am okay. Yes, you are. You took a feat to get the three. <laughs> uh, that is a 16. That's not bad. I'll give you that. Uh, so you see her. She's obviously distraught. You assume she's calling probably Johnny. Uh, it's the only other person you know she knows. Um, uh, Mallory's kind of like, not a kid to Johnny, but it's definitely, they have a parent-child-like relationship. The details of which you're not familiar with, uh, Johnny has always said in passing, it's just someone she, he's trying to help out. Uh, you see that she's really upset, and you see there's two guys in black robes, like, looking like they're looking for her, and then they spot her. What would you like to do? Uh, I would like to get pull it from the phone booth. Okay. Uh, cool. Yeah, you go and uh, you open up the phone booth, and like at first she freaks out she thought you were going to be someone who was just going to murder her. Uh, and then she'll tell you, giant, what are you again? You're, oh, yeah, you're a giant shifter. So you're like, you're a big old dude uh, with like animal-like. Really fucking hairy forearms. Yeah, hairy forearms, big like, almost not claws, but fingernails that are real ain't. Are you a long tooth shifter? I might be. Oh, okay, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> uh, are you also a long tooth No, but I was looking at playing one. So I was like reading all of the shifter types before. I am. Yeah. Hey. So, uh, big shifter, dude. So she's a little startled, but then she does recognize you, and you uh, pull her out of the way right when a fireball. And when I say fireball, I do mean the spell fireball hits the phone booth. 
Please, both of you, make reflex saves. Oh. <laughs> uh, I only rolled great. I get advantage on this. That's good. Yeah. Nat 20, doesn't matter. Okay, I'm going to say she re-rolls on the nat 20 for you. <laughs> You're all great. Uh, yeah, she does. Uh, she the way she was kind of a little hurt and fucked up. Like some of the shards of the phone booth definitely went to her. Yeah, I also used my nat 20. Yeah, she took like three damage. Yeah, she's fine. For an NPC of a character level, she's fine. Uh, but she's definitely hurt. Uh, and she begins, begins telling you the same thing she told Johnny. Uh, she stole this thing and now these guys are after her. Uh, and you look back and uh, they, one of them, are you going to look at this up? Give me a knowledge check. Knowledge history. Oh, That's a nine. <laughs> uh, you know it's valuable just from how you know. Hey, with your line of work, you know it's valuable. Yeah. You put in a safety deposit box if you were crying. So um, you know it's valuable. But other than that, you can't discern anything else from it. But you see the guys behind them, behind no, you guys. should be in a bank somewhere. <laughs> they pull out what you know is a sending stone, too. They're calling for someone. Uh, and each one of them pulls something out. We should <laughs> Alright, how are you gonna get out of here? Uh run. Okay. You guys start running. Yeah, uh she does be looking for any finds. Oh, you can just find them. They're they're, they're fucking jump everywhere. On one. You're gonna jump on one? Yeah. Okay, uh give me an acrobatics check. Mallory also rolled great again. Uh late teens, early twenties. That's a fumble. She rolled a three. Ooh. Okay, so you guys bang off the side of the first one. Uh, go ahead and take the damage for her. Okay. 2d12 or 2d6. Okay. Just, uh, just 2d6. Yeah, okay, okay, you take resistance. That's what you wanted. Five. You run up. Up. For you. Okay. <laughs> uh, so you bang off the first one, uh, which here is literally everyone. It was a tour guide. Of the city, it was a bunch of like goblins. Uh, it scared the shit out. Uh, the whole thing rocks a little bit, and then uh, uh, give me another acrobatics. Oh, Mallory did really good on this, so she can help you out. Four, four, good, really, really good. She's gonna carry you. She rolled a nat 20. Uh, as you banged off the side of the first one, she was able to like whip her legs around and like kick off and you guys caught onto another one. So you guys kind of did a weird like push thing. Okay. Okay. She's a rogue. She's kind of good. Um, and you land on another stagecoach. Uh, on this one, David, there's a lot more people than what the one with Chase. There's five people. One is a huge, tough looking dark woman with a death stare. Uh, one is a super pretty girl uh, who probably is like callous Calistar, like, uh, <laughs> that's me. Uh, yeah. And then the other one uh, is definitely another person, but they are very well dressed. Uh, they kind of have a uh, nobility. Uh, you would probably have known of them. They're uh, uh, Ly uh, Lyander. I don't know how we're going to pronounce that. It's going to be different. It's Lyander because there's a weird R in there. Yeah. Is it, uh, they're obviously 
probably someone from House Lyrander. This is kind of matches their whole like vibe that they give off and stuff. The other two people, yeah, give me a perception check on these two in particular. Okay, actually, I take it back. Is it good? Fifteen. I'll let you take it back if you want. I was gonna have you roll a knowledge um something definitely, but I think it would be more knowledge than perception on this one. Okay. Okay. Give me a knowledge uh, nobility. That's not going to not. Very oh. uh, sure. <laughs> Nineteen. Never mind. <laughs> David. Uh, you have a very strong feeling that the person that you see, so you see these three, uh, Darcy, Maggie, Caitlin, uh, the, uh, are you holding something? Oh. Portion? Uh, no, you're on a flying stage. Okay. Uh, just to be clear, this is not the way it was going to be. No, so they bounced off that one. Okay. <laughs> um, you see, uh, a huge other really tough orc person uh darcy you don't even have to roll for this that's another house member from your house um your house i see something. you see so yeah someone else from your house has been on the boat and you guys have been catching up a little bit um but uh what you also see is a small little halfling i see the halfling yes everyone knows about the halfling there um you um no. Just from what they look like. You would know this. Yeah, just from what the way they look. Uh, the Boromir clan. Uh, that's the biggest crime syndicate in the... Uh, but he definitely beat high when you land on the thing. What the hell? Did you come... What the hell? Uh, and uh, there's the big orc guy who uh, you were talking to. His name is uh, Perk. Uh, over to you. Huh. I'm gonna go kick him. Uh, <laughs> uh, and he, uh, dude comes over to kick you off the stagecoach. And by kick you off, I definitely mean just blink, <laughs> blink. Uh, who's like this? Uh, he's like, he's like somewhere back here. Tiny, it's a human dude named Dave. Dave? You don't know his name. And go step Gold step on it. Yeah. Okay. Okay. He, he takes ten gold. He's like, oh, we'll step. We'll step, step on it. Uh, you feel the ship give a, a nice little uh, uh, whoop de woo rowing kind of move. Chunk. Um, cool. We go back to Chase. Chase, you are on a uh, single sky. Only Hannah and Ben. Uh, what are you gonna do here? I'll let you have. How many nights do you have? How many nights do you have? Oh, I got two Oh. So when I crash down on this uh, coach, I, just gotta, I feel like I fall on my face because I only got like 13 on my acrobatics. Yeah. I just kind of like slowly stand up. Yes. Uh, and he just like pulls out like a piece of cloth from uh, his like pocket, like wraps it around his face and says, oh, okay. Then he pulls out two knives. Just, this is a robbery! <laughs> Turn this coach around. Where, do I know where Mallory is? Uh, from what you probably assume, like she gave you a brief description of where she was. She's probably on the other side of the district. Okay. So basically where you're at, but straight across. Okay. Turn this coach around. Put your money. It, uh, he pulls out his backpack. Put your money in the bag. <laughs> just like, finishing <laughs> his knife. 
the stagecoach driver, which this one is, uh, his their name is, uh, or I use Dave as my number one go to. His name's Josh. Uh, Josh is a very old human man, uh, 60 years old. That's uh, what you like to me. Yeah, okay. Hey, hey, doesn't matter. He has a heart attack. Uh, <laughs> uh, and he falls off the stagecoach. So now you guys are just flying without a driver. Oh, no. Yeah. I killed. I didn't kill that guy. That's him. He totally killed that guy. I did not kill that guy. I just messed up. Yeah, I uh, gotta go. Uh, Hannah, Ben, what are you gonna do now that uh, you have no stagecoach driver and you are in the midst of a mugging? Small, a small, like a three foot tall kobold. Is this what it feels like? <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna cast an echo. Pencil is at a strength What do I need? Oh, five the ship. Yeah, sure. Go ahead and give me a knowledge arcana. I'm sure you have that in spades, don't you? I don't think I have any. So you definitely know that most stage these flying stagecoaches in recent years have gotten pretty good. At first, you needed to be a actual magic user, and um, uh, sometimes you need to be a minor house agent of Kenneth who made these. Uh, recently, they've just gotten so good; almost anyone can drive them. Um, it, just don't leave the city perimeters, or after an hour or so, you start going real fast to the ground. Cool. Uh, but for now, you could probably with an eleven. You're not. Great. You could definitely at least keep. Crash. You can keep not crashing through a tower with one. Perfect. Um. Cool. So you're keeping them afloat, not dying. You're getting entangled. You're casting entangled. What? So is he entangled and can't move? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. What, what's the game plan now? Hey, Frank. Uh. So do you tell them where you need to go? Hey, you guys. I'm just gonna go see my friend now. She's in danger. She's also robbed. Okay, so he, there's a criminal on his way to go help another criminal. What do you guys want to do about that? You guys know how it is. They literally, oh. both of them don't. Yeah. <laughs> both out of counters. <laughs> well, luckily for you guys, I am also a part hide. So if you would like to give you a tour of the other side of this town, if you would like, only for a low, low count. So we need five gold each. Yeah, I'm not paying for anything. Currently, I'm not driving. <laughs> Way to lean mugging first, then torque guide upsell. <laughs> Put your money in the bag. All right, I'll show you around the town. Crazy price. House members that like know the town and stuff, and like can get you there faster. Who like have like spells to make you move faster. Charge like eight silver. Hey, they got up their prices. You know, times are tough. Uh. So Chase, you are currently in a skycoach, uh, not going to go help your friend who has the plot point with them. <laughs> How would you like to get there? Hey guys, I really need to go. <laughs> if you are such a guide, guide us to the authorities. Oh, uh, so like wrapped up in the vines, I feel like he's just like one hand free, and he's like, go. <laughs> so Hannah starts uh, leading it this way. Hannah, give me another knowledge arcana check. I totally pointed them in the direction. <laughs> Is. Nate, okay. Uh, give me an acrobatics check. You accidentally floor it. Let's see if you uh, take out some of the sky coaches as you get there. Oh, that's an outline. Building, building, building. I'll 
start taking that apart in a second. Because uh, you are lo- you are like shaving weight off now and going really fast, but it is just like hair, like just barrel rolling at this point. You guys are, you're not holding on to shit. You're holding on. <laughs> you have to. He's entitled to <laughs> Just pointing at the surface. Uh, cool. So you guys are now cooking, uh, because Hannah doesn't know how to drive, but she knows how to go fast. Uh, back to you four. Back to you four slash six on the caravan, seven if you include the driver. Um, how are you get stopping them from? Uh, oh, you pay for yeah, you pay for tickets. Yeah. Uh, so they go to throw you off, and then uh, you pay the driver, and Dave is like, "Well, it's unconventional." <laughs> I only charged five silver a ticket, and this guy gave me a lot of extra, so I appreciate if you don't throw him off. He might give me more. Uh, I I say sorry very quietly. This fool is bad at math. There's two of us. I need a jingle. Very quiet. Uh, <laughs> uh, so <laughs> you you clearly t- show her that you are bad at math, too. Uh, uh, Tuck, er, Turk looks to the driver. Uh, he driver kind of gives a really sheep is like please, and he looks over to his little halfling person, and this halfling person gives him the wave like if they're not doing anything that bad yet, uh, yet being the super 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 key word here, because uh, as they say keep and Turk backs off, you guys see that pull up next to you another sky coach full of people with uh weapons and uh wands and all sorts of bad stuff and uh some have these little floating discs too uh the most uh obvious one that uh kind of really strikes your fancy is the warforge that lands on your sky coach as well and uh he's huge uh he's probably as big as you three uh he's probably almost our size and he has large uh spikes um and, uh, just he looks like a weapon. uh land and he has a really gravelly uh, robot voice <clears throat> Lord of me. Um, you guys can give her up if you want. Game's gonna be boring. I can think of a new one. You know, do you know the scene in uh, Star Wars, uh, Attack of the Clip, whatever? Real early on, it just jumped out of the like floating boat. Yeah, yeah. You're just gonna jump to a new one? I'll look down. No. And I grab Mallory and jump to the next one down. Okay. Uh, the Warforge is going to make a reflex grab to grab you. Uh, go ahead. Roll yours. Do I, oh, I you roll, whichever highest one gets it. Also a dex? Yeah. Well, just reflex. Uh, do your acrobatic. Yeah, I'm going to roll for athletics because that changes things greatly. I also need athletics. Okay, cool. Really? You're done. 21. 26. <laughs> I know you get him. Uh, so you go to jump off and it reaches and grabs you. And like you you saw it coming, so you were able to like really yank your leg this way. Your knee pops really loud. Uh because you were like Ow. Uh, and now Mallory off her side in your arm. Shut up. <laughs> um there's obviously what looks to be a murder wagon for people. What? How old is Mallory? Uh, late teens, early 20s. 
I'm going to mind link with Darcy because Kalishtar <laughs> typically communicate telepathically. And so mind link just allows Darcy and I to chat for like up to an hour oh, solid, telepathically solid. both ways. Okay. We I think we might have a situation on our hands, guys. Probably. Probably. hasn't whipped out a wand and shot someone yet. <laughs> I, I'm just gonna go ahead and like slowly pull out my great sword. Okay. <laughs> Try to figure out where I'm supposed to go with that. Uh. <laughs> the enemy. Point yeah. Their way. Yeah, it's a some dude. <laughs> it, the other person that is driving is uh some sort of elf creature, half elf, elf human, elf looking. Um, but you notice they're driving. They have a symbol on their chest uh, on a tunic. Uh, let's see if I can't find an uh, image for you. Sorry, I'm uh, really trying to get the right image here. All right, it's, it, well, it, looks like, it looks like a green flame almost, but in like weird like hand symbol. Like, it looks like a hand, but if it was a green flame kind of thing. Um... Give me a knowledge. Uh, you're good at that. You're a bard. <laughs> the sex is really good. Uh, oh. Not 10 feet. Dirty 20. Uh, yeah, you know that that is um, the symbol of the Emerald Claw. Um, more or less, think of them as an extremist religious group who uh, kill without real any kind of say, reason, know how, why. And they were, yeah, and they. So, <laughs> very obviously, the whole group here in the yeah. middle. Sure, and then, but give me another knowledge history check on the Warforge. Well, you know, you know, at least the uh, Lord of Blades is a, is a Warforge who uh, has his own little group and everything, too. They are not connected. Okay. So, both of them doing something together is not. Only the Warforge is on. Yeah, the big Warforge. How many um, are on the other ship? Uh, five. I'm gonna cast Phantasmal Force on the driver of the other. Yeah, this changes my plan. They explain the intelligence It was pretty good. Uh, he does have a minus one, but I'm 16. 16? 16. 16. Okay. Um, what does it do? Phantasmal, Phantasmal Force? Yeah. Something fantastic. Yeah. Probably Postal. Thanks. I feel like if they failed, nothing happens. Um, they succeeded? Yes. Well, they got... Yeah, nothing happens. Okay, so you uh, you have this really like uh, crazy, awesome plan going in your head. You're always thinking about something, and you just casually reach out with your hand, and the uh, spews of magic uh, go into the uh, the air, and it looks like something really great is going to happen. It's aiming right for that driver, and all of a sudden, someone on another like little um, uh, solar uh, crystal, just, like little scooter things, just goes running by. It just completely disrupt your magical flow, and they obviously got hit with some of it. And they're like, "I'm just here, jackass!" Uh, really Brooklyn, New York kind of thing going on, um, and completely disrupts your spell. Yes. Okay, so. Are you We're getting there. <laughs> okay. So, um, what did your character say? Nova. I say Nova. I was like, I think, I think I'm gonna. How, how far away is it from us? So like ten feet. Edge to edge. Like. No, not hard. Not hard jump. Okay, I think I'm gonna jump to that boat. Okay. And then rage. 
Okay. And I start raging, everything in a 10 foot or radius of me gets fire damage. Oh, okay. And I don't want to affect the people on the boat. I'd rather have the on the other. So Darcy, you could go right. Oh. You got, I'm going to let you guys act first because they just think you're civilian. Well, what are you doing with Thunderwave? I was going to say, I could, I could just, I could just. The boat. Not necessarily. I would rather you not eat the boat with me on the boat. Okay. I would rather. Do you think you can? How many? How many? How many scary people are we looking on the other boat? There's just five. Are they scary looking? Somewhat. Uh, I don't know. Get over there. Get hit. And find you out. Know what? I wanted to just be just... clear. Jamie, that all this is happening. I have purposely stepped behind these two instead of watching the hand gestures happening and realize they're talking to each other. And while they were forming a plan, I attempted to do something, <laughs> but it didn't work. I'm just like. Advisor, bodyguard, your job is just to be there. I can take care of this. I'm Jack Barter. So now I'm going to go back to these two just gestured, like, emphatically. There you go. To the mind link? It no, one? it's only it's a one. Okay. I have to end it with you to start it. Gotcha. To start it with so, baby. I <laughs> just completely prepared to like other do because we have to do we take care of the, the war force and the other boats. Go on the other boat and start gonna weigh at things. Sure, and I can it, help I can try to help with the warforged. Okay. Just, just don't start away. No, no. I really like the imagery of you seeing this warforged and you just probably just like finally some action and you're about to get your sword out and then look over and there's like a thousand people there. Oh yeah. <laughs> Oh, you over there. All right, cool. Give me an initiative, um, everyone on the Caitlin, uh, Darcy, Maggie, David boat. On the other boat, uh, everyone on your guys' boat, roll a d6 from uh, shrapnel damage of Hannah hitting buildings. Wow. Nice. Uh, Chase, you're actually, uh, I would say take, take one. I was going to say take one off first because you're trapped in fine. So you took nothing. Sweet. Hannah's been losing teeth. Uh, <laughs> I forgot that I have alert. <laughs> like, my initiative plus six is not. Yeah. That's a good, that's a good oh, that's so, <laughs> and then um, you have been just absolutely floored it. So, you guys go ahead and roll initiative two, and you're probably only two initiatives away from joining this fight. Um, because Hannah has just it, it, their boat has no top fin, no side fins. Uh, ladder's been ripped off. There's a plank usually on it that's flown off. There's holes in it. Cool. Remember your number. Uh, cool. What'd you guys get? Twelve. Nice. Ten. Nice. Battle buddy thing. I didn't know. You I didn't know. You said that. You said in the homebrew rules that like it was a maybe. So I just didn't know if we were. Let's going not do it right you. yet, just because this is the tutorial. <laughs> You're standing right behind me. I. I right behind both of you, so I could... I'm going to, I'm going to end my mind link with you and and start my a mind link with me instead. And Phil, how tall are you? I'm like an average height. Like, I'm like, six, like six, two. I'm six foot. So when I'm standing behind you, I literally just took like a smaller person and put you in front of me, and then bigger person. Uh, Caleb, what was your initiative? Uh, so I'm mentally informing you that she's about to, that Myra's about to do that, and I'm going to ask you, I'm going to be like, come with me. Hey, the the, the Warforged has a hold of, of 
Valerie, correct? No, you have. I have a whole. You have a whole. I'm like, Caitlin, what's your dexterity? Very much like. Uh, you go first. Oh, very first. Very first. Very first. So you're informing me of the plan. I'm like, I'm like, Myra's gonna go deal with the other ship. I was like, and I think that we should probably help these two that are being dangled off the side of this ship. I'm probably going to go hit that word forge with shocking grass. Um, if I can, or something else, if you would like to grab the two that'll be dangling off the edge. I'm gonna come. I, you hear where this Yes, so you can talk back to me mentally. Uh, you hear back. No, dude. <laughs> I would like to cast Intasmal Force on the war. Was he after all? Uh, intelligence saving throw. Okay. <laughs> That's a 20. Oh, gross. Okay, nothing happens. <laughs> Using so, up those okay, spells. Wait, wait, wait. The, the coin, if she uses the coin. You can use the coin, but. That's her inspiration. Is that, well, but no, that's the spell save for her. Yeah. She's just doing a spell save. It's, she would have to use her inspiration to unbind. But... No, if you had lucky, you could, but. What is supposed to happen? Anything that I would So, okay. <laughs> Caitlin wants it. Uh, cool. So, Caitlin, once again, says, I'm Jack Barter. I can do this. And once again, because that's why I have help. Yeah, I'm just going to be rolling my eyes like, we had a. For a reason, JB. I don't. I I just look up my shoulder and be like, I don't know what you expect. Uh, <laughs> we're just we're just used. Fire and I are used to this shit. Darcy, the emerald uh, emerald claw is uh, they're throwing over grappling hooks, um, and only one got there. Uh, <laughs> yeah, they have one. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, we're getting used to me doing my turn because I haven't played a spellcaster in hot in forever. In, in forever. Yeah. I've been yeah. damning three years, but yeah. um, I'm using my bonus action for bardic inspiration on. Oh, Myra, Myra, Myra. Darcy, you get to add one d six once to an ability save or attack. Your turn. What, you, what would you like to do? I got one. Definitely not down there. Get over here. I don't think you'll pull the ship because they haven't tied it yet. You will pull that guy. <laughs> yeah, like 40 yeah, you still jump over yes, but then you cannot attack. Is it... But I could rage. You could rage. Yes, you could. I'm afraid of going over there and not. I don't know. Okay, because I'm not. I'm, I'm a little... There's only five of them. Did you come back? Yeah. Um. I'm gonna yank the one grappling hook to see if I can pull the one guy off. Okay, athletics check. He's kind of feisty. That's an one. You fell off. <laughs> You're pulled off the sky coach. <laughs> Use it for your inspiration. Okay, yeah. So yours scales, and then when you roll one again, it goes back up. Or if I give you disadvantage. What's that? Not much better. It's not one. All day? You're not pulled over the edge. That's the nice thing. I wanted to pull him over the edge. Yeah. Why? I roll so well normally. I don't want to tell you, Darcy. You can't still jump over it. You guys had like a really awkward tug rope, and you'd be like, uh, and just, okay. Don't uh, give me an, uh, athletics. You have the bad one out there. This is the one to get it, to actually get it. Yeah, don't do it. Don't do it. No, that's a, that's a 20. Oh, you land there. You're just like, I'm just gonna come over there and hurt you. 
uh, and you jump. Uh, everyone's stuck on the sky coach. You guys are on wobbles a little bit. Nearly as much as when Darcy lands off the other one. Sword ready. Uh, and then you and you rage. And what does that do? Um, anything in a, or any, all creatures in a 10 foot aura take two fire damage each. They all take fire damage. And I can use that as a bonus action on each of my turns. Yep, they all take it. Ah, top. She's so spicy. You hear me in the distance applauding and <laughs> going, You're smoking hot. Yeah. Uh, oh, yeah, Mallory. Sorry, I thought it was. No, I didn't give Maggie a spot. So I'm looking at this situation of the Warforged holding. David, what's your what's your character's name? Sorry. Uh, I'm Bigsby. Bigsby. I'm looking. I'm looking at this Warforged holding Bigsby and um, Mallory over the edge, right? Yeah. Okay. Um, I am going to yell, "Grab onto the ship!" <laughs> you can, can they? So, Is that a doable thing for them? Is already grabbed on the ship because they like, trying to. Get- Mallory cannot because she's dangling over the edge. Yeah, David got all over. I'm going to cast, um, or at least I'm going to try. I'm gonna, I'm going to cast Shatter, um, in a radius and center it on a point where the radius will hit the Warforge. So the Warforge is kind of like at the edge of the radius, if so, that's possible. As much as I would love to just say you can point to blank air, okay, I, I, that seems a little silly. You can't. Point, I think the mast is fine. Okay. If you want to blow the mast up in the Warforge, he's tall. Okay, so I'm gonna. I'm really just aiming for this Warforge. So um, he needs to make a Constitution saving throw, and he gets disadvantage because he's made out of metal. He rolled a 19 on one of them, but the other one was a four. Okay, so. perfect. That disadvantage is great. Yeah. <laughs> um, okay, so he's going to take 3d8. Ouchie. Thunder damage. Thunder. Thunder. Yeah. Thunder. So while she's rolling that, David, you will be up next. Ooh. <laughs> that was a 20. 20 thunder damage. <laughs> Nova is uh, it's fine. She might aimed it where, it, like, it hits the mass, like, comes down. Yeah. Uh, yeah. That definitely. You definitely feel see it, like, have a ringing in its ear, and it definitely did not like that at all. <laughs> yes, it was. Uh, it is your turn. Uh, I'm going to try to break free and pull Mallory. Athletic check. Give a chance to chat this one. Twenty-five. Totally. Maybe surrounding himself with comments. So you like? So you like pull your leg back? with uh, Maggie's thunder uh, damage. His head's ringing, and you pull it back and, like, do, like, a back elbow to get him get yourself free. Yeah, and you pull Mallory up onto the... Whatever. Cool, you rage. Does anything special happen when you rage? Attack. Uh, yeah. So I get, like, my, like, teeth that really started growing into, like, four, like, Ew. like, long, like, forest. Kind of. I was thinking, like, say, between the tiger. I'm gonna say these are my hand axe just for bite. I see more. Ooh! One of my hand axes got a. There we go. So, because I have on all of my attacks, I'm going to choose to attack recklessly. Yeah. Um, which also gives people get advantage. That's a. I do. 24. 24 to hit. That all hits. Okay. That's some damage. That's three. That's some damage. You feel good? You feel good to play Barbarian again? <laughs> <laughs> Fuck, 
<laughs> so that's a whopping uh, 28 damage. That's some damage. <laughs> Real was like, oh! <laughs> oh! Deep down, Maggie was like, I not exactly for me. Uh, cool, so he has advantage to hit you now? Uh, he does. He was going to hit uh, Maggie. Oh, <laughs> a big fleshy thing and doesn't like it. It's there. I'm a shifter. David, what's your AC? Uh, it is. Only by one, though. You did pretty good. Uh, hey, David. It's like, hey, David. Uh, he looks at you. And he, like, he, like, he pushes you off and like is like, you have the nerve to bite me, you fleshy thing. And uh, as he puts his arm out, his hand flips back into his arm and a great sword comes out. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> that modification cost a lot. He's one hand and a great sword. That modification. <laughs> uh, and the second attack hits. So, David. Ooh. <laughs> Uh, I, I was one off on the dice. Uh, that is going to be like 20. Uh, oh, God, math. 27. Okay, so 14. 14. Yeah, you're still doing pretty hot, but yeah, that was that was a good roll. I enjoyed that one greatly. Uh, cool. With that, the Emerald Claw uh, is going to go. Emerald 2 on die. Uh, and then you're going to beat it. Uh, you're going to hit Thirsty. Thirsty, what's your armor class? 15. They all hit. We're just rolling in mass for them. Please go ahead and take three, six, nine, thirteen damage. Uh, all four of them smack you with a sword. They're kind of they're kind of grubbies. Uh, with that, Mallory's gonna go, and uh, Mallory grew up on the streets. Uh, no, this girl's got a knife. Gah, no. gah! She misses the war. I'll get her a second. So yeah. That's a graduation present. <laughs> <laughs> cool. With that, uh, I'm gonna go ahead and just. For ease of you guys just aren't sitting there. Uh, you guys now have shown up. Uh, careening. You guys see just like careening above you. I like the <laughs> <laughs> spinning sky coach. Uh, I would suggest to you all to land. Uh, yeah, she's got to figure out how to land. She can jump. I, He's I would try to help him. <laughs> I, I just like to imagine that we're in full corkscrew. He's screaming, and I'm just standing there on deck, just yeah. like having a You're fine. You're like, like into the uh, uh, floorboards. He needs to be freed, or he get, dies in a fiery magical explosion. <laughs> Which would be funny as shit. It'd be funny. Make a great roll. You're just going to see Toadstool just grab this cobalt, release the vines, and just jump. But I imagine that we're completely upside down. Yeah. With him, so he just jumps just straight out onto another boat. I'm also jumping up. So it sounds like you're jumping with him. So he's going to roll your her acrobatic check. Okay. okay. You're acrobatic. Acrobatics is not my strong suit. <laughs> I'm telling you that right now. I have a 19 all day. It's pretty good. Here's Ooh. the thing. Okay. Nineteen. There you go. So you got you guys both just like superhero in this other city, which is now just so clear above its weight limit. <laughs> it is slowly going to these things. It's okay, guys. You can fit a lot. Of yeah, I just watched. <laughs> you can't fit a lot of gorgeous barbarians and people. Uh, so what were your guys' initiatives? Eleven. Six. Seventeen. At least somebody got something good. You guys are basically. And it's slowly going. So don't uh, jump. The, the big <laughs> is really hurting you guys. Darcy left, so that's we're really closer. Cool. Uh, as you guys 
uh, at the start of this new uh, initiative uh, order. Uh, two more sky creatures you can see uh, pull up, and they also have uh, emerald um, emerald claw marks on them. Uh, one, however, has an emerald claw driving that has two more big forges like this. Okay. Dave is freaking out. Uh, Hannah, what's your dexterity? There's a big giant warforge, a bunch of people you don't know. <laughs> uh, Chase points out that Mallory is there tickling in the corner next to the giant robot. Is she like trapped? No, in the corner with a knife against something that's one great in one hand. Okay. Well, I think we're on the different ships. So there's three ships. There's three ships now. We're in the middle. In the middle, there's two more. There's one to your left. There's two more that just came up to your behind right. So yeah, you're hitting. I don't, I don't the one with okay. Right? Yeah. Are you getting that one? I don't know what else to do. So you. And attack roll. The option to push people are, is always <laughs> available. Oh, oh, don't don't worry. I'm working towards it. Twelve all day. Yeah, it just bounces off his armor. Uh, yeah. Sorry. You need to call the power of animals. Uh, cool, Caitlin. I just want you to know because this is extremely funny. I cannot push people. My arm strike, should it hit, does an actual damage of zero because my arm strike is a plus one to whatever your strength modifier is. My strength You can't punch anyone. You're, you are not. Built for duking it out, you could push. Push is athletics. Still not. You might bounce off. Nuts. Yeah, we actually have a pretty balanced. Yeah. yeah, it's nuts. For now, until some people decide to change to all spellcasters. Do it again. I'm a spellcaster already. Okay. I'm innocent of this. So, just for clear, these two are not dangling off the side. Okay. Um. Uh, yeah, okay. Um, I need the Warforged to make a wisdom saving throw, please. Uh, that was probably Still passes, so I'm still level three. Um, <laughs> so, but this one actually has damage. Yeah, yeah. successful save. Um, so, your Warforged starts acting like it hears, uh, crazy, crazy thoughts and people talking to it in this brain as I cast a dissonant whisper. Can I actually change that? He normally has that, now he doesn't hear that. <laughs> Friends, the voices. Takes uh seven. Seven. Um, so I get Ooh, yeah, that'll work. Cool. Uh, it is now not looking great. Now? Now. <laughs> the big old tough war for you. We had two really solid hits in a row there. Cool. So that was Caitlin's turn. Next is Darcy. I'm raising, right? Yeah. So let's just start off with everybody. Everybody around me takes two fire damage. Okay. So that's a bonus action. And then, um, so like, where am I? Where did someone's flying the ship? Yes. And then the other four. <laughs> yes. Okay. Um, the guy flying the ship is still flying the ship. Yes. My, yes. Okay. Yes. It hurt. It hurt. He knows it. He does it. I don't want to crash and burn, yes. so I want to make sure that I will leave him for last. Yes. Um, I'm going to kill you. <laughs> Drives nervously. <laughs> um, 
I would like to attack with my greatsword. Roll the hit. They're not, they're not that tough. Um, that's a 22. Oh, yeah. Roll what? for Dean. I like Dean a lot from Pathfinder, but... Um, that's max 12, 15. That guy's dead. <laughs> you just take the sword, you just, like, cleave him in half, and, like, his shoulders up, just slides off. He dead. Chase, it's not your turn. Okay, um, is Mallory still in the corner with yes. the Divine Warforge? Yes, All right. After making my superhero landing, I'm mm -hmm. gonna go running over. I'm gonna slide on the ground next to her. I'm gonna make eye contact and be like, this is how it's done. Um, and then I'm gonna use my begging coward ability. <laughs> what? Is that a cobalt ability? Uh, okay. <laughs> Alright. As an action on your turn, you can pathetically distract you can coward pathetically distract nearby foes. Until the end of my next turn, allies gain advantage on attack rolls against enemies within 10 feet of me that can see me. There's no save or anything. No. 100% that's the best thing I've ever heard of in my life. The Warfork is like Midge Rock David takes the sword out of David's shoulder and looks over at you and sees it. Please! <laughs> oh, please! Well, we, we're so sorry! We are so sorry for whatever we have stolen and the harm it has done for you. What did you do? Uh, uh, <laughs> Mallory kind of like looks at you. It looks a little weird, but she does like do the same thing. Warforged <laughs> yeah. uh, has never encountered enemies such like this. Uh, yeah, it works 100. Uh, yeah, uh, it is just target that Warforged. Uh, target any enemy within 10 feet that can see me, and we get advantage on them. You all get advantage on your attacks against them. <laughs> so good. Uh, I can get unfortunately, unfortunately, that is like. Not like anyone else but that Warforge right now. That's just still really good. I, was like, uh, I would like to point out this time that the halfling that's on your guys' ship too with the um, other orc, they have not chosen to get into this fight and that orc is just guarding that halfling, but he is looking at this fight. Very intriguing. Uh, cool. With that, uh, first of all, Chase, what a turn. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> I love that a lot. I wish I had a bonus action to do anything, but I don't. <laughs> Uh, and I think the next one up is David. I go before David. Yeah, Maggie, yeah, Maggie. Sorry. I was gonna say because we did a one-two punch last time. Um, I'm actually—it's standing near the edge of the ship, correct? Yes. <laughs> um, and I'm standing like right next to it. Yes. I'm going to try casting Thunder Wave and hope I can push it off the edge. What's that? What do I have to roll? Uh, Constitute. Oh. Listen, maybe they yeah, grab, maybe they don't. Uh, sorry. It's a sometimes shit, sometimes good. This is how I hit David. So Okay, we're actually, we're gonna try, we're, we're gonna try Gust of Wind. We're gonna use Gust of Wind. Uh, I'm not optimistic about this though, because it's strength based. So uh, you've got to beat a, a 13 on strength. I'm assuming you beat it. Okay. All right. So it's gonna it's gonna do damage, but it's also so I create. I hold up my hand. I'm gonna create very strong wind in a direction I choose, and I'm yeah. choosing the direction of the warforged, and it's gonna get pushed 15 feet away from me, which I assume is hopefully off the edge of the ship. Lands on the other ship. I, I, so 
as it like falls off, it like just gets swapped up into this like uh, wind flurry. The stagecoach starts shaking, uh, and as he falls over this uh, edge, presumably dies. Um, does shout out the voices? They're not there. As per your spell. Uh, cool. Yeah, you got the warforge. Solid. Cool. Good turn, Maggie. David, it is your turn. Um, you have two more warforges. You have about one bit. No, coming out from a different ship, along with like a total of eight more uh, emerald claw people coming after you. And Dave, the driver, looks real scared. Like really hot business of this shit. Yeah, just punch it, punch it. <laughs> <laughs> if she can do her wind thing, maybe I, I give it all she's got. If this shit's slowly going down, I could maybe land on that clearing on that tower right there. Uh, it's like a big old square, uh, flat square, so he can land it there. Someone's got to give him some spell power. Land it there. And then I'm going to, I see Darcy on the other boat with how many people left? Four more? Yeah. Uh, so yeah, I'm going to jump over. Uh, and I'm going to fight with her on I'm assuming. And just bam, bam, clap. Okay, roll a hit. Grab it. Right, correct. Back. Does a 18 hit? Yes. Back hit. Does a 22 hit? I'm gonna roll the damage on those two because if I kill them, I have a very specific plan. Okay. So you do you do you boop. Let's. Uh, seven. That's nineteen damage. Will that kill? If not, yes. I have to Yeah. So yes. Darcy's four. Yeah. I would like it to be known that this is. Uh... Um. Technically, he also takes fire damage when he jumps into my board. Fire damage more. All right. So David is. Oh God. Uh, you hook your axes behind your, their head and you put your foot on their chest and just yank and their head, uh, and their head comes off. Yeah. Um, I want you to know, these emerald like claw people are like a crime syndicate of like brutality. And they're all like, whoa, this is getting intense. Uh, cool. Uh, with that, I think it is Ben's turn. So how far away is the other ship with the other two warforged? About 15, 30 feet at this point. Oh, so not jumping range. Not jumping range. Just was a little further. Um, I want to hold my action. Um, I want to go stand at the edge of the ship, and when they go to jump over, I'm going to cast Thunderwave to push them backwards. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. I love that a lot. Cool. Uh, the Emerald Claw is going to hit Darcy. Darcy, what's your armor class? 16. 16. One misses, one hit. Uh, that one does damage. Uh, and the driver of that one is now going to leave his driver's position to come try to kill the killers. Uh, no one is driving that. That one also hits. Uh, what's your armor class? Uh, 15. That one hits. <laughs> damage. Which for you is. Sorry, three. You can do two. We'll, we'll just go back and forth. It'll work out. <laughs> yeah, okay, we'll do that. Cool. Uh, Mallory goes. Uh, she is going to, well, she no longer begs and whatnot. Uh, yeah. Okay. You know what? Actually, Michelle, uh, she is going to give you the thing she stole. Um, okay. Now that you are done with power and begging. Can you remind me what that was? Yes. It is a, uh, I'm going to describe it here more in more detail. Because you're all going to have to here eventually. That's one of the things that happened. Uh, it is a giant wall-like gem. Uh, and as you look through it, objects on the other side seem to waver. 
and get squeakly as if it was a light, but is obviously not. So you said bigger than uh, uh, Yeah, like a large small tennis ball. Small tennis ball. Small golf ball or giant golf ball like Jim that makes light be funny. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> that's how johnny would write it down like if he had a note you make that like do you make a court like a tab of this on your list somewhere yeah, yeah. it's find owner of oh shit i'm about can to kill him i tell him your I like the thing about your character or do you want to wait okay yeah it'll, it'll come out natural uh, <laughs> so uh dave takes the stagecoach and he does like this emergency like grinding landing on the um on the rooftop now it's like a big old where uh, flat ground. If you guys would like to fight on solid ground, you may now. Uh, instead of on just a cramped little You Darcy are on the ground. Which, I'm telling you, it, you guys, after uh, one more turn, could probably jump and land on the roof. I don't think they'll last. So yeah, they're yes. going to land somewhere? They landed on a roof, and you guys are like, oh. I'm very concerned that I am not yeah. there. Yeah. <laughs> Especially with the two other ships coming into play. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> uh, Caitlin, it is your turn right now. How far away is the ship that starts? Ten feet still. We'll sit, you'll sit. Before it lands, before our ship lands. Yes. Uh, no, because you guys have already landed on the moon. They're going to be ten feet away from like how high. Okay. So they're going to be hit. No. Um... And how far away is the one with the two They're about, they're getting closer. They're probably about like 30 feet and they're coming in hot. Uh, I am going to hold my action until it is possible for me to jump to either of those ships. Okay. Um, I'd like to be on either of those ships. Um, less possible. Oh, what are you trying to do? I'm trying to steal this ship because at this point in the game, the only thing I have to my advantage is that I have extreme proficiency in flying ships. You could take over if. We've already landed. Yeah. Take off. Um, mm. I don't want to endanger the like civilians that are on our. I'm going to tell you wait because here in a second you'll know which ship you want. Okay. okay. Um, how you're going to get there, I don't know, but. Yeah, I'm not interested in flying this ship because there's a bunch of civilians. Yeah. I didn't want to endanger anybody on this current ship, so I'm going to hold my turn until I get to. Cool. So Mallory tells you, Chase, yes. um, as she hands you this gem, um, that she thinks you guys need to go to uh, Don Carlo. You know, um, you would know this off the top of your head. Don Carlo is a uh, jazz club nightclub owner uh, of one of the more britzier places um, in this world. Um, he is actually in the... I'll tell you the district here in a second. I promise I will. Uh, in Underlook. So, like, literally, you guys are really close to them. Has a reputation helping people who are uh, particularly, like, uh, in a bad situation. Uh, he's actually known as, like, just a nice person, but he's also known to be very ruthless to the people who cross people under his watch. Um, so, he's a good person to be friends with, bad person to be enemies with. Um, and we're, I was reading some of the buildings. Can you kill this Warforge that's in front of us? Yes. Maggie, uh, Maggie pushed it off to his doom. Solid friends. <laughs> if I had robbed you, I would have given you your money back. Hey! <laughs> <laughs> he stopped. Also, oh, by the way, when I got there, I was like, fuck, oh, okay. hey. At least you know each other. <laughs>
So we went over Hannah. Caitlin's holding her turn. Uh, oh, Hannah's coming. It's your turn. You have just more or less pressed down onto a roof. If you have an arrow, now's the time to use it. I don't have an arrow. Then uh, I would take up a ready position. Okay. Sword. Ah! <laughs> Come here, you. Darcy, it's your turn. It's my turn? You're on the stage of the stagecoach of blood and heads. Two people left. Yeah, two people well, left. No or three people left. No one flying the ship, yes. Great. So everybody takes their two fire damage. Take your one. Back to the other. Yep. Um, being a bosun of ship, would I have any knowledge of how to fly? Something? Yeah, probably. Especially one of these. These okay. are think of these as like go karts. Real easy to drive when you know how to drive a car. Concerned that I'm not with the person I'm supposed to be bodyguarding, so I, I'm going to take control of the ship. Okay. And assume that he has a handle. Oh, give me a knowledge. Uh, we'll just do a knowledge arcana check to make sure you don't like. It's the only one I can think of. It's like a straight roll. Well, you, you, weren't, the, you weren't the captain of the ship. That's <laughs> <laughs> a five. You keep it from blowing up into a tower. You're getting there. It's a, it's a definitely a like, little side I turn get into the roof. Um, you're gonna go to the you're gonna go here. Okay, they get attacked opportunity on you. Except that guy, that guy. Uh, we're gonna see if he that guy doesn't either. That guy does. Uh, please take three damage. We're gonna see if this guy falls off. Cool. So Darcy goes and uh, starts flying, and she's definitely working on it. With that, chases your turn. Um, are there any of the emerald claws still like on the either on this boat or on this rooftop near us? No, but you definitely know two more ships are coming in pretty hot. Um, give me a perception check, Chase. So everyone on the roof, everyone on the roof is friendly right now. Yes. Okay. Caitlin, go ahead and give me a perception check too. Let's see. I got a fourteen. Not twenty. Ooh. Chase, you see uh, the other people on the ship. They're definitely talking to one another, and you see that they're pointing at the ground, like past the tower. Maggie, you are able to pick up that they're communicating to someone else too, and they're saying go around. Um, so there's at least one more ship coming. I'm gonna communicate that to JB on my turn. <laughs> <laughs> danger, danger! Uh, cool. So Chase, uh, besides that perception check, what did you want to do? Uh, cool. Uh, I'm gonna. So who's near me right now? Who's on the? Not David, not Darcy, Maggie, Caitlin, uh, you, Mallory, Halfling, the other orc, and Dave. Okay. And Beth, sorry. Am I there too? Yeah, and Hannah. These, these, everyone but David and Darcy. All right, guys. Um, I think now is a great time to use some words of wisdom from uh, my grandma. Grandma always used to say, um, shit, it's the time to fucking run. You're <laughs> <laughs> just going to run off the roof? Oh, that's right. You're on the roof. <laughs> that's exactly how it works. Hey, you just Yeah, he's like, oh, <laughs> Cobalt birds, but you're you fly? Oh, okay. Oh, okay. it's a really high roof, so the odds of a stagecoach crashing at this altitude that you can easily get to very low. Do you want to go to the side? You can. Um, okay. I'll tell you what. If you go to the side, I'll give you some fun knowledge. I wasn't gonna show you guys until next turn, but you can see you can see it coming. That's tempting. I'll go to the edge. Okay, so you can go. 
right! And you just run to the edge, and everyone's like, that's the edge of a building, bro. Chase, uh, you see uh, two more, uh, three more Warforges coming up on a stagecoach, but this one, this stagecoach definitely looks different. Uh, it doesn't look like the run-of-the-mill kind of mass industrial ones. This definitely looks like a custom-made one. Okay. And the thing that really stands out on it, you see a weapon on the bow, and it looks to be a siege blasting rod. Um, you know, um, yeah, you know, it uh, doesn't do that much damage, um, but it will just hit the whole roof. Um, so there's nowhere to hide from like the other side of your current stage coach that is currently on the okay. uh, roof. Uh, so if that guy comes up here, you guys are just insane. Is it like close enough to the building that I could like jump from this the roof onto that? Like this, like horizontally uh, speaking. It's really far down. I'm gonna say yeah, but a really hard acrobatics check because they're trying to stay away because um they don't want someone to jump on it. Weirdly enough, the communication of they keep jumping shit has definitely <laughs> made it for us. Okay, okay. Um, shit, I got back up. Um, tell you what. Also, you're like 50 feet away, so it's really like shit. Yeah. <laughs> Surrender is not working, guys. I've already tried. <laughs> There's another ship about to land then. What? Another ship about to. Land. Yes. Or, well, it's going to come up, and it looks like it's probably just going to hover and rain hell upon you. Okay. Um, when you get close enough, jump onto it and try to hijack that one. Uh, I'm currently zero for one on hijacking. <laughs> also wanted to hijack, uh, and she definitely was looking um, kind of squirrely. I should say they were definitely looking kind of squirrely. Squirrely? Um, yeah. Always look squirrely. I mean, he always looks squirrely. Well, I'm a pro at hijacking stage coaches, so you're gonna learn from the master today. Not so much. I'll let you go through it once. Yeah, we get ready to jump. Cool. Uh, you get ready to jump. Uh, that was Chase's turn. Maggie, what are you gonna do? Um, I'm going to communicate to JB that we have incoming from multiple directions. <laughs> so we have what two two airships? Two airships you know of. That we know of. Yeah. And I know that there's people on the ground coming up from below. Yes. Okay, so I'm going to communicate that with JB. Is he a big fan now? Uh, once you run over to the thing, yeah. yeah. We should do that thing! We can do that one time? Or you, we should, we should get that. Oh, I know. You know, we're lacking Myra right now, so maybe not quite yet, but. Uh, oh. this. He's going to. I'm gonna let you roll. Sure! You can't hear this conversation. Oh, it's so bad. <laughs> I, was, oh, I just picked you up out of the blue and I'm like, yes. <laughs> 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 um, and then, uh, unfortunately, so I'm gonna end, I'm gonna end mind link. How far away is, is the other ship with, like, with Darcy and David? About 25 feet. So, from my understanding just so we're all clear everyone has gotten off the boat and is like either done to jump off the roof or ready to like like bracing for impact of the other boats right i'm just, I'm just gonna walk up the edge of like the building and wait for the boat so i'm just gonna try and stay where they're at I'm, I'm also i'm also going to do that but i as my i can do this with a as a bonus action with gustwin i'm going to change because gustwin is a concentration spell so it's still just like going and i'm going to angle it at the the oncoming boats that are not the one we are trying to hijack. Okay. So. Give me, uh, is that a roll or is that just? No, I can just do that as a bonus action. So if it's any creature in the line of fire, so like I assume any person on the boat or the boat itself, 
um, gets like its movement gets halved, basically. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, it's they're having a hard time getting to you now. Yeah, cool. Buying us some time. <laughs> some time. With that is David's turn. Did I skip Darcy? No, you're you went to drive. Yep. Cool, we're good. <laughs> Give me some rolls. Uh, I'm attacker. Okay. Uh, does a 25 hit? Nah. <laughs> no. Uh, that's... <laughs> 11. Yeah, I was going to say he kills that guy. Yeah, next attack is going to the second dude. Yeah, naturally. Uh, 18? 18? Uh, yeah. That's 12 damage. He's not dead. Oh, but it doesn't look bite. really a lot. Yeah, I'm a bite. Yeah. How you doing? You're terrified. Yeah. You missed playing Barbarian so bad. I love it. Uh, that's another. That's yeah. another. Because I want to see how much damage comes from this corner now. Uh, yeah, that. And I can help you. So there's one left. There's one left. I mean, that's right? yeah. I just, all the actions. Yeah, have. that's fine. He's I just. Look he's pretty scared. I just look at him. Can I get? Sure. Jump. <laughs> he jumps. <laughs> I got twenty. You got a I got a three. <laughs> and he's like, <laughs> uh, oh, actually, no, I take it back. He definitely like looks freaked out, but he definitely reaches towards his buddy's pocket, and you see like the glimmer of a golden like featherfall token. Now <laughs> <laughs> we have those. Yeah. Uh, yeah, he definitely jumps. All right, that uh, that boat is done. Um, cool. You guys have a sky coach. Uh, with that, that was David's turn. Uh, those guys are dead. Uh, Mallory is uh, gonna go, and uh, she's staying pretty close to the stagecoach on the ground. Kind of a oh my god, what did I just steal? Uh, my bad, guys. Uh, but as she uh, is on the ground cowarding, the sky coach that was on the roof with you guys suddenly lifts up, starts taking off and away. Uh, and you see that the halfling with his bodyguard are standing on the side as it oh. flies away and just waits. Wow. Uh, yeah. Well, that's unfortunate. Yeah. Yeah, they were uh, on the time. Um, they knew you could jump off and do something stupid. But they were right, yeah. <laughs> so many people will jump on and jump off the sky guys before we go, this is their thing. John, you just stand there like, yeah, that makes sense. So, yeah. Yeah. That was my technique. <laughs> So, besides what Darcy has, you guys are now stranded without a way uh, besides just jumping with uh, Featherfall tokens. Uh, with that, we go to the top of the initiative order. It is Hannah. And actually, before the initiative order actually starts, uh, that fancy sky coach with the big ass uh, blasting rocket is now getting very close to becoming like level with the group. Very far away. Maybe. Or focus. Or ramp. Uh, as that comes up, I look though, two or on two other sides come over. So now there's three total, five total enemies just in there. All with the blast? All with the blast here. Or all but two with the blast here. This is looking they dangerous. On they each have two on Oh, that's not bad. Uh, the big one. That's not bad. Okay. Uh, sure. So two Warforges, this is not like canon uh, from Sky Coaches. Two Warforges of this size and this, like, heavy modifications. Getting close. <laughs> uh, 
Uh, cool. So these are now coming up. Hannah, it's your turn. Wait, wait, wait Ian. Let's yeah. I might consider swinging back around and seeing if people want to hop on my ship to go away. If that affects anybody's turns. Right now it's better than five, four, three blocking rods. And then yeah. she can fly the ship. Yeah, does a radius like 5D doors, which doesn't sound like a lot, but that's a lot. Yeah. I want to be clear on my turn when I was holding my turn, I used prestidigitation to make little like cards, like grading cards, and I'm holding them up for <laughs> for Darcy to see. They're all like four, three, four grading <laughs> cards. <laughs> stupid. That's great. Uh so Darcy's her- sure, we'll say on Darcy's turn she shouted, Get on the boat! <laughs> uh, so then as she comes around, get to the trouble. Jump onto her boat? Yeah. Okay. I need you on the boat. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I need you on the boat. Uh, don't take that then. Go ahead. You're delaying your action until Darcy. <laughs> you can move, but then delay the rest of it until Darcy swings around. Because Darcy's not there yet. Uh, cool. Uh, Caitlin, would you like to do the same thing? Or would you like to chuck a cobble? Can I, can I do both? Please. Jump and throw? I mean... It'd probably be like throw first, and then be like, alright, running start. Yeah. Yeah, sure. Alright, make your attack roll with Chase. Attack roll? Aren't you willingly being thrown? He is, but you gotta throw him and hit him. You are attacking with Chase. Yeah. <laughs> Not attacking him. Yeah. This is get help. <laughs> I guess I should ask. Are we gonna throw you? Am I throwing you at the most distress? Are you just the boat? Okay, are you holding a hijack? Hold a hijack with a weapon. Get over there. Find out what happens. I would find out. Yeah. <laughs> cool. Um, alright. Um, so... That freak. Yeah. I don't like you try to wiggle out of her grasp because you just know she's whiffing it. She's, she likes... She's struggling to hold me, right? Yeah. <laughs> like, reflex out of it. Like a deck save? Yeah. Okay, it looks like 20. That's, yeah, you... See, Caitlin just swings back, uh, I should say Jack swings back, and they totally just, like, as they're going, lost their balance once. Because yeah. they're just throwing heavy Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> it's like trying to give a cat a bath, and, like, as you jump in the water, it's like, no, 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 no. Uh, I don't want this anymore. You're making a bad decision. Uh, your attack did not succeed. Uh, would you like to ready an action to jump onto the boat with uh, Darcy coming around, or would you still just like to go, screw it, I'm jumping. Uh, Mr. President. I was gonna say, yeah, can I jump with emphasis, I guess? Yeah, you can still do a movement, and we'll say it's jump. Oh. Wait, what's with the emphasis? I wanted to augment and cast gust of wind to augment my jump. No, with the, you can't do that and try to throw a chase. I'll let you just jump though. It's, it's a long jump though. No, I'll prepare an action to, to, to jump. Okay. Okay. Uh, cool. With that, is it Darcy's turn? Yep, Darcy, you're coming around. Trying to. Cool. Uh, give me a uh, knowledge arcana. The only other thing I think of that's close to sailing in this. Can I have a chance of my, uh, um, or a survival? Mm. I can make, I can see a logical argument for it, but it's a magic flying ship. Arcana seems pretty up its alley. It sounds like, like I should know how to fly one. Yeah. 
Let's do it. Uh, These people who work on a giant Navy boat for decades and they don't know how to. Uh, 19, straight up. I feel good. <laughs> yeah, 19, you just wiggle it out and finally uh, uh, Jack's uh, signs finally start to work. Uh, <laughs> run over towards the side of the ship that's by like facing the building. Yes. People on it, they jump. Yes. Assuming. Yeah, that'll work. I'm gonna try to get Jack uh, and Mallory on here. Yes. So I'm gonna swing yeah. the boat around and be okay. like, "Get on, you, get on." <laughs> uh, Hannah, go ahead. You're gonna, you ready in action to try jump? Give me an uh, acrobatics. That's a tiny D20. Yes. With Hannah, uh, with Percy coming so close and David there to help, that'll work. Cool. You're on the boat. Hannah, boat. <laughs> Darcy, boat. David, boat. All right. Uh, after that, uh, Darcy did her roll. I think I skipped Chase. Possibly, I don't know why I'm the initiative. Can I end my race? I think you're right after me. Yeah. I think I skipped Chase and Maggie. So, Chase, go ahead and go. Oh, oh, I wanted to have my, on my last turn, have my action ready to jump onto this boat. Wait, I'm like, yeah. I resolve that first sure. and then take a turn. You mean the boat with the cannon? Okay. Yes. That's people, I didn't. <laughs> people need to be aware that they can't get within a radius of the cannon. No one got to the back of the boat. Alright, so I'm going to jump to the boat with the gun. <laughs> oh, wait, oh, is it reasonable? It's, it's hard. The DC is hard. Johnny, I'm coming for you. Hey, so I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to do it. Just give me a survival check. <laughs> Natural one. <laughs> you think jumping is the best possible idea? <laughs> All right. Uh, perception check though. No. Okay, that can be athletics. Uh, so that's twenty-one. Okay. First of all, you got there. Okay. Second of all, give me your perception. Okay. Nine. Nine. Uh. You feel something uh, come loose out of one of your pockets. Fuck. As you look back, it, it seems really uh, round and shiny and golf ball sized. Mallory picks it up again. Um, okay, so I'm on this other boat, right? Yeah. All right. The Warforged that is robbing it. Yeah. I would like to grab one. Do you have a back character? <laughs> I can make one. <laughs> you might need to. Okay. Grapple check, uh, athletics. You're done. <laughs> what a way to start the first game! You got a 15. You got a 25. You can't do much about that. You go, you jump onto the thing, and they go, ha! And they just crash my throat. I go, I'm so sorry. <laughs> so you're not grappled, so today, even though it's got you by the throat, it hasn't made a grapple check against you. Okay, that's fun. I don't have any bonus action. Okay, Dave, uh, Ben, you're coming up soon. Yeah. Uh, Maggie. <laughs> yes. It is your turn. Uh, you have watched all of this uh, take place. Uh, give me a perception check. I don't see anything. Four. Nope. Um, okay. Uh, what I have at least... Uh, you probably see JB being a dumbass and trying to get to this other boat. Um, I was going to change Gust to give him a boost to the other boat, but at this point, I think my priority is getting him 
back on the ship with yeah. Myra. That's, yeah. Not, so I'm going to be like, I'm not going to help with that. I'm going to advise you to choose life. <laughs> yes, I, I was like, I know what your plan was. It's a dumb plan. <laughs> Listen to me as your advisor. That is a very dumb idea. Get on the ship with Myra. <laughs> I advise you to choose life. Cool. So, uh, um, so yeah, I'm communicating that with with JB. JB, you held your action, right? For for running and jumping on a ship. I, I, yes, I was waiting until it was in I guess I don't know the order of this. Can I can I do a bonus action before like my action action? Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Bonus action. I would like to get, re-angle my gust of wind to give JB an assist and jumping onto the boat first off. Um, so just to double check, and then I would like to run and jump to the ship. Cool. Uh, to be clear, you have communicated to me. Yes. Which ship I'm yes. The, the ship with Myra, so you can steer. Uh, give me an athletics check and give uh, give a plus five. You got it, JB. Plus five. Yeah. You're good. I can see it from you there. Yeah, thirteen's fine. You get there. Oh, you definitely get there. You and uh, your uh, coat's billowing too. You look really, you look really stunning. Yeah. Uh, I would like to make a run and jump for the ship's acrobatics. You said. Cool. Great. Yeah. Where is that? Oh, yeah. um, no, no. Hannah or Darcy. We'll see how Uh You definitely see uh, Mallory going for something. She has seen something and she's now going for something. Okay. Uh, it is just her bending you on the roof currently. Okay. Uh, just what what you would you like to do? So Nova's probably still gonna try and jump for the ship. Cool. So cool. what was that? Athletics or acrobatics? Or does it not even matter? Athletics. Okay. Fourteen. Fourteen. Perfect. Uh, you get there, Ben. It is your turn. All right. So here's my question: If I were to wild shape into a giant frog with a jump distance, like a broad jump of twenty. Uh, what were you, where would you like to fly Why? to? Uh, I would like to go to the ship with uh, Chase on it. Hell yeah! Yeah, you could probably wild shape and then jump there pretty easily. Do you, would I still have to make an athletics check? Uh, 20 feet? Yeah. yeah. It's yeah, but it's easy. Is is there any way I can uh, snatch what came out of his pocket on the leg? I mean, he both pretty close to me. Yeah, I would say you could tongue lash it. All right. Well, then that's that's what I'm gonna do. What's what's what do I have to roll to dexterity? Or... Uh, give me uh, give me an ac- athletics or acrobatics to jump, sleight of hand to grab. Uh, that's only gonna be an eight on acrobatics. Still get there. Your frog is good enough. I, I just what did I have to roll for trying to uh, sleight of hand? Sleight of hand. Wait, wait, wait I use some frog stats, right? And that'd be the frog's dexterity. Well, I also would have. Oh, so it, w- it would have been a nine to that dexterity, but dex for sleight of hand. Well, no, that would have been for uh, that would have been for the jump. Oh. The frog has better dexterity than my character. Obviously, not good. You don't get it. Five. I don't get. So I I've jumped onto the ship. Um, is it possible that in midair I can release my wild shape, like go back to being warforged? Once once I know I'm gonna make it yeah. to the ship. Sure. Okay, so that's that's what I'm gonna do. So I imagine that I am now I turned into a frog for the jump and then used my momentum, was like Warforce landing back on the ship. I wanna say there's something with a druid that wild shaping is like you can't wild shape in and out on the same turn. 
can't. Mm-hmm. Okay. But I don't care for now. We'll look it up later. Okay. I think it's an action wild shape, which is why you cannot. That's why I'm thinking too. Shape and wild shape out of a shape. Okay. You know what? No, that's fine. I'll stay the frog. Anyways, it's extra HP for now. I got to take a hit or two. <laughs> so I'll take I'll take the the damage. Are you a giant frog or a giant frog? Okay. All right. Uh, you get to the other side. Do you, would you like to roll an attack roll? You did your. Oh, I get an attack. You. Uh, no, shift, shifting's your standard action. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. Like, target, changing yeah, your right. my action. Right. So, I was going to we'll say, learn. if you're going to give it to me... We'll learn. We'll all learn together. Okay, cool. So Mallory's going to go, and she saw the little... It's her thing that she stole. She saw the thing fall out of your pocket. And she's going to run over and grab it. But now she's, like, a little far from the boat, so she can't actually jump onto your guys' boat the same turn to go grab it and come back. Oh. Uh, so she's still on the roof. Uh, and if you ditch her there... As the, okay. I don't care, but you should probably get that little orb thing for plot reasons. As I got choked, I yell, Don't worry, Mallory! I got him on the ropes! Cool. All right. Uh, Caitlin, or Hannah, it is your turn. Uh, Darcy is steering the ship. No one can go within 10 feet of her. Not on the ship yet? Uh, Everyone's on the ship. Um, yeah, yeah. Uh, my advisor yeeted me onto the ship. I give her a choice. Good. Was not given an You're supposed to be steering now. Yeah. Uh, so Hannah, it's your turn. What do you want to do on this boat? If you don't have arrows, there's not a lot to do. Yeah. Okay, we'll just ready your action, and if something happens, you'll jump in. I will be back. Uh, Caitlin, you're good at, uh, driving stuff, right? Jack's great at stuff. Uh, Jack would love to go steer the ship, but, uh, there's a fiery inferno of a person blocking the ship. You can just end your rage. Cool, on your turn, you end your rage. Uh, we'll say that's when you can take your turn to go, uh, fly the ship. So, Chase, you would go... Uh, I say, oh, thank God, boss. Yeah, Darcy, you end your turn, you move away. Uh, Caitlin would activate, um, and Jack would take control of the ship. Yep. Give me a Knowledge Arcana, but since it's specifically flying, do it with advantage. I don't know what other skill to use, I'm sorry. Um, okay. It's not like Pathfinder. Yeah. It's a skill for everything. Um, knowledge Arcana with advantage. Perfect. Okay, so you not only have full control over the ship, if you need to, you can make a, what's called a maneuver, and that is you can, like, do something really kind of not ships are supposed to. Like, you can, like, lean the bow this way, and people can grab a hold of the ship, and you can lean it back uh, if you're gonna... Yeah, where are we in relation to other the other ship? Uh, Specifically the one that has a giant frog on it. This box of donuts is the roof. (laughs) Pretty much. Is the roof. You guys are there. This cup is a ship. This cup can't ship. And Chase. This is great the over there. Fantastic. But, yeah, <laughs> it's uh, really good. Uh, so there's two there's two ships behind you. There's um, the one that Ben and Chase are, are kind of off to your forward, very far left. And then on your immediate left, on the other side of the ship, there's another ship with a bet last rod, and behind you coming up is another ship with a blasting rod. So, uh, Hellfire's about ready to be rained down upon, uh, probably, uh, Mallory. Oh, is Mallory still- Yeah, she's on the roof. Where is she on the roof? She is this button, <laughs> <laughs> which is, uh, in the middle of the roof towards, uh, where Chase and Ben are. Um, I'm gonna barrel rolls over the roof so that we can grab Mallory and all end up right side up behind the ship these the giant frogs on. Cool. So you're a top grade captain. Why are um, you keep flying? Are you 
Okay. Never mind. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So you're a top grade captain. If anyone else would try this maneuver, uh, everyone would have to roll an athletics. Yeah, you are Tom Cruise. Uh, we'd have to roll an athletics check to hold on to. Um, you're able to just kind of give yourself some swing momentum and like shift everyone's weight to actually stick them onto the thing. So no one has to roll an uh, athletics check for this because uh, you're just that naturally good at flying. Um, this is you're also having a lot of fun. This is like your this is like your day job of driving a boat, but this is like a jet ski. <laughs> <laughs> this is great. Yeah, much, much bigger boats. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, you're gonna have to swing. She's still gonna have to jump up to you guys. Um, but yeah, that'll work. Uh, cool. So we'll say that's happening while it's Chase and Ben's turn. Chase, Ben. Oh, first of all, Chase. <laughs> <laughs> you're you're hitting above your weight class, and there's two of them. Uh, I'm gonna keep going. Johnny Two Knives doesn't give up every you're time. Keep trying to grapple him. <laughs> not, not yet. Uh, I'm gonna grapple him again. You got two knives. I'm better than the grapple. <laughs> uh, okay, okay, seventeen. Ooh, that tied. I'm gonna give it to you. Okay, sweet. Oh. Just gets on his head and just wraps his leg around his neck. You can still move half your movement and you can drag the person with you. I want to like judo throw this guy off the edge of the boat. <laughs> let me let me try to figure out how this So it's like I'm WWE. Yes. You remember like Rey Mysterio fighting the big people? Yes. yes. That's, that's, that's what's happening. You went from <laughs> being entangled onto a boat and almost dying in a fiery explosion to cowarding and begging uh, to give people advantage. Nothing has gone Johnny's way this entire session. You got stopped by the Warforce. He didn't, like, grab your neck. He he just got, like, stopped you and, like, threw you to the ground, but you rode that momentum, and you jumped up, and you did, like, a Scarlett Johansson, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. thing, and, like, <laughs> as you're doing that flip thing, you grab his nostrils, uh, and you just yank him back, which pulls his whole head back, and it flips over the railing. That was he's so yeah, that he's was so good hard. enough. <laughs> no, we're gonna say he flips off. I see what he was going for. It was really cool. Ben, um, it's your turn. Um, I'm going to use my bite attack against the other Warforge. Okay. Um, that doesn't hit. I'm, I'm just gonna say that. <laughs> Rabbit. <Right there. laughs> Alright, uh, other Warforge is going to punch Chase. Chase, what is your AC? 15. It fumbled on one. Oh! So I'll let you get a free hit on that one. Uh, oh, bitch. Cool. <laughs> so, like, how's it attacking me? It's like, it's gonna, it's just gonna punch you hard. Uh, cool. So, uh, in response, I'm gonna swing. Does a uh, yes, two? Yes. Yes. Yeah. Um. So yeah, as he goes to punch me, I take my fist, I ball it up, and I go to punch his hand. But as I do, um, a like glowing purple dagger appears in my hand, and I just stab him right in the face. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, no. oh, I forgot you had sold that. So, does the dagger stay in his fist, or is no. it just in your hand still? It's, it's still in your hand. Okay, so he goes to punch you, and ah! It just gets you square in the pocket uh, on the second one. Uh, please take, yeah, please take nine damage. Okay, he can take six. He takes six. Psych. Does that do anything? Not a lot. 
Like, I just won't, like, I just mean, does he get hurt by Psychic? I don't think he's weak by Psychic. I don't think this one is. I just wasn't sure if he was immune because he's a Warforged. Okay. Cool. So I take nine, you said. Cool. So, uh, going back to the Top Gun, uh, <laughs> David, you're going to grab Valerie. Yeah. Yeah. we're all screaming outside. <laughs> all right. Uh, give me a reflex save. Mallory's trying acrobatics. Trying. Bless her heart. That's a... Yeah. Okay, I was going to say, that's a straight 15. Nobody. Yeah, that'll work. She, rolled, didn't, she didn't roll that bad. So you, you're able to grab her. She has a little thing. Uh, you swing them on, and uh, it yeah, does... Uh, yeah, and, uh, you know what? Jack Barter did a barrel roll across the roof, we're going to say. You guys are right next to the it's other ship. ship. With a ship. Yeah. You're good. This, this is your captain. Thing. I did something this for is you need, and yeeting onto that ship. Uh, we're going to go to... We're going to go to the top of the initiative, whoever wants to go to that ship. I'll go. Because uh, after this, I'm going to go ahead and just start including everyone else on, like, in the initiative that should be. Um, and they're just going to rain some hell onto you guys, so uh, get ready. So can I jump? Why are we not leaving? Like, our ship? Yeah, they're trying to get, they're trying to get the crew, the whole crew together. And it Yeah. So, can I jump over to... You guys could all just go get the gunship. That's what we're doing. Okay. Yeah, we're, right, we're like right next to it. Yeah, everyone just roll acrobatics to see if everyone's Are we about to do a Jack Sparrow steal the ship moment? Acrobatics. 18. 18. 18. 18. 18. 18. 18. Okay, what, Maggie, what'd you get? For initiative? Or acrobatics. Oh, we're rolling for acrobatics. Ooh. Go ahead and just roll me the acrobatics. Not good, not good. Uh, great. Someone's gonna have to help her. Battle buddy her? <laughs> yeah, you can just grab her. We'll do battle buddies on the next initiative. So. 15. Okay, so Maggie. Uh, give me a reflex save, Darcy, uh, to save Maggie. Uh. You went to jump off the ship and your foot just caught the railing. What? Remember that concussion story? What'd you roll? You got a three? Cool. You don't save her and you're not looking great anymore. Yes. At the left. Are you gonna try to save both? Because now Darcy's falling. Yeah. Yeah. You didn't roll great? Oh, and your acrobatics? Oh, uh, that's fair. So she jumped and just went to the hand and roll Let it. Yeah, why not? He brought he brought it up. You gotta ask. Uh, I'm very, I'm very easy. You just gotta ask. That's a twenty. Yeah, that'll work. See, look, he asked. Not my fault. You don't roll good, Dars. <laughs> I don't think we. You rolled a two, right? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> you went to two. You would have been not. <laughs> okay, so you're gonna make another. Uh, Knowledge Arcana check as your fine thing with advantage to try cure. Uh, I don't worry, I. Because I'm not a donut. Say sixteen. That'll work. You uh, you throw it off and um, does it crash into someone? Not yet. Will it eventually? Sure. So now you guys are on the one with a gun. That's useful. Gun. Uh, <laughs> it's a pen. Oh, they're dead. Yeah. Cool. Uh, so you guys are there. I'm going to go ahead and say, as a group, you guys can just pick the Warforged up and go that way. If everyone would just, like, roll athletics. We're going. If I rage again, people need to stay 10 feet away from me. That's fair. There is nowhere. If you rage now, there's enough people on this boat. There's not enough to. 22. There's a seven. Okay, seven, 22. Everyone's rolling athletics to group throw the Warforged over. 18 as a frog. I'm not assist. And you're going to start driving? Oh, grab the steering. That's fine. That'll work. That's enough. That was enough. Um, 
but he's gone. Uh, so he got pushed over. Uh, this one with the gun is now your guys's. Cool. This is DM thing number one that was going to happen that needs to happen for the rest of the plot. You guys are starting to drive off uh, with uh, Jack now at the wheel. There is absolutely no hope for anyone to catch you. Uh, Jack is just naturally just that much better of a flyer. Um, yeah, you guys have the most weight, but for you, that doesn't matter. You, you've, you've flown in enemy territory with weights before. Um, I would say also I have of the people here, I was going to say like three of them have a crew together doing yeah. exactly this. Um, so with that, um, Mallory is going to grab the orb out of her pocket to check on it. Um, and this is where divine intervention comes in. One of the people from one of the past ships, uh, shot an arrow at it, or at you guys. It just so happened to hit this orb. And with the tossing, the jostling, the, the falling, the tongue, uh, going back and forth, a few micro cracks got in there. Usually this thing would take a narrow hit pretty easily, but with just crazy amounts of luck as if it's gonna start a whole thing it hits it and shatters the sensation you guys feel is is almost like an implosion underwater where like everything's drawn into that tiny crystal for a minute before exploding out every single one of you go ahead and give me a constitution saving throw except maggie Absolutely. oh no oh no we're <laughs> gonna get a bagel yeah Wrong I heard. I, I hurried back if I were you. 17, 21, 12, 14, 12. I'm sorry. I, I started rambling off numbers like I was remembering. That's still what you get, Darcy? He got a 17. Okay. He got a 14. Okay. 21 all day. Dirty 20. Not you. <laughs> um. So, you, that's really unfortunate. That's just terrible. Uh, everyone else, you're able to stay not. I'm going to say conscious, but don't freak out for a second. Um, everyone, you're able to stay in it. Um, you know that you had somehow gotten hit with this orb. You got hit with this orb, and you're like, uh, <laughs> wheel out of your hands, and every, you're grabbing for it now. Uh, bright flash. I usually have a bodyguard. Yeah. Yeah, that was a bright. Yeah, it's like, for you, it was like if you were right next to a cannon, and it went off, it's like right by your head. Like reflex to step in front of her? It was so fast. It was an error hit and then a magic explosion. Uh, here's the here's the shit part that I talked with Maggie, and this is all for plot reasons. Uh, Maggie, you're hit so hard, and um, other things that's about to happen. You go off the side of the ship. Um, no reflex saves, no nothing. And you, I can't believe it actually just happened to you. You don't have enough time to correct the ship to try to scoop her up. So you are falling just through Sharn. Maggie, as you are falling, um, your perception of reality is starting to waver a little. Actually, let me describe what happens to everyone else because it'll mean more to you. When Okay. As you guys got all hit by this orb, you are all kind of like looking around to each other in the daze. What does what is the first thing that someone says after this? Ribbit. <laughs> Where are you? Uh, I like Ben's ribbit. We're going to go with Valerie next, but I like Ben's ribbit. Uh, <laughs> ben says ribbit, Weird thing about Ben's thing is he doesn't say ribbit, thanks ribbit, you all hear it. As long as you guys can see each other and you're within like 500 feet, you can telepathically communicate to everyone. Yeah. For the rest of the game. Rest of the game. As long as you're within 500 feet and you can make eye contact with a party member, you can telepathically communicate that with them. It doesn't mean we can read their minds. It does not mean you can read their minds. It does not mean. That'd be a voluntary. Yes. It, exactly. Um, 
Yes. And this is why it hurts Maggie the most. I talked with Maggie about this before. No one freaked out too hard, um, especially Maggie. But like I said, so as you're falling, uh, your perception of uh, reality is starting to get skewed. Um, you are uh, a cow star. star. Thank you. And they have a, another, you have another being within your soul. Uh, your quarry, um, you are losing in touch with reality and you are now starting to see what is like a double vision. You still see yourself falling out of your left eye, but as you reach up and grab the building, you notice your arm is a lot larger and a lot bigger than you remember it. And it's also bright blue. And you're able to just grab the concrete, stone, whatever, and stop your fall. In your other eye, you see you are going through a very vast, uh, colorful, almost like a dance dream thing. As you are looking around, you are just seeing geometric shapes, patterns, like a fractal go alongside. If you had to make a knowledge planes, that's a thing, right? Nope. This is Arcana. This, is this the dream realm? Am I seeing? No. But if you roll high enough, I'll tell you what you see. No, what, Ar Arcana? Oh, yeah. nine. Nine. You don't know what you're seeing. You just know it's probably not great. You're going through this uh, slipstream of colors, geometric shapes and stuff. You are nestled into something that is moving you forward. You continue to go for a little ways, but as you do, you see out of your left eye, you are now climbing the building back up to the roof really quickly, faster than you were falling, you would say. Uh, but not fast enough for you guys not to, you know, be able to get her. You guys are just trying to get away from the other two giant ships with guns and the two other ships with a lot of people. So you unfortunately have to leave Maggie. Uh, oh no! <laughs> just for a second. Uh, there's reasons for for it. So Maggie, out of your right eye, in this jet stream of color and geometric shapes and everything, you are seeing what you can now assume is the door to. I will tell you here in a second because I want to make sure I pronounce this right. I think it's called Delorum. So what you know what the everyone knows what Delorum is if you grew up in Sharn. It's more or less referred to as just the afterlife. It's where all souls go to when they die. Uh, so you are dead. Uh, you, uh, at least a part of you is now dead and you're going to this door. Uh, as you are going to this door, uh, your left eye, you see you have made it to the roof surface. Um, you look to one of the ships that was following you guys, one of the Emerald Falls looks to you, uh, and as it looks to you, um, you are able to, uh, find your prey, which is another quarry, but not one from your side of things, it's one from the Dreaming Dark. Uh, as this quarry sees you, disguises this Emerald Claw soldier, that soldier jumps from the roof, uh, from the boat to the roof, and begins its own metamorphosis. Uh, it turns into a giant, weird, human, half crab, lobster looking thing. And as it like pinches, like it does a little pinching thing, uh, fire spews from it. You don't worried. Out of your right eye, you see as you get closer to the door of uh, Dolorum, um, pink, gold lights begin to swirl around you. Uh, you have the instinctual, instinctual knowledge that this is other quarry. This is probably, if you had to guess, the other 44 who have died thus far from the Dreaming Dark. Escorting you to the afterlife. And as you go, oh, this is nice. This is great. This is my destiny. I found my beauty. Uh, you see a rod. The, a rod is, I hate using the rod, word rod since we used the uh, blasting rod so many times. You see a big cylindrical purple column. Like a rod. Like a rod. <laughs> uh, begin to come down and like at this jet stream. And as you can see, they are... Probably, if you had to guess, the souls of the quarry of the Dreaming Dark that you and your kind have defeated throughout the years. By numbers-wise, you're winning, but there's a lot of them right now. So as they kind of crash into you, they are fighting for you. The If a quarry 
if your soul cannot make it to the afterlife, that's just one more for their ranks. They'll, they'll corrupt your soul and uh, take you away. And that's why these good quarry are trying to prevent that. It's like, go, 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 go. <laughs> so as that's happening and there's a fight for your soul, um, there is on the rooftop, uh, you are now engaged in combat with this other dreaming dark core. That blank air sheet, uh, the reason I wanted you to fill it out or at least have it is because uh, uh, they missed with a hit of 19 to hit you currently. And they miss? They miss. Uh, and give me an attack. That is a crit fail. What is it, one? That's rough. <laughs> uh, just so you're aware, that is a nine. Okay. <laughs> if you like to remember this and stuff like that, I'll do, you know, whichever. So you miss. Go ahead and roll again. Get two attacks. Two. Two. Ten all day. A little better. Still doesn't hit. Uh, you are still wrestling with this creature. And as you go into um, the right side of your eyeball and you are scrambling for your one of the uh, evil quarry seems to have grabbed you. And like a few of them have this point have been grabbing you and biting you and trying to eat your soul. This one seems to bite you. Um, and he gets batted off, uh, and he kind of moves back towards this eternal afterlife door that you're trying to get to, but it comes back and grabs you again, uh, and through just a few sheer attempts of luck and perfectly honest, just really good flow battling this one, uh, it actually gets you and moves you away from the door. So you fall out of the jet stream and you miss the door just by a little bit. So now you're floating in a pool of ether. Before you can really gather, oh no, what does this mean? Chucked onto a barren wasteland of rock and noise. As you look around, it is a vast battlefield. You can't really make out individuals very well, but there is definitely some sort of battle happening. You look kind of all dazed around, remember, because you have a double vision going on. As you look into the horizon, there seems to be an invisible sheen like barrier. And on the other side of it, you can make out giant mountain-sized handprints, uh, tentacles that seem to be as big as oceans, uh, definitely trying to get through this barrier. And before you can react and really get to your senses and to your feet, someone comes sliding beside you. They are a half-elvish-ish person. They could be probably human. Uh, and they have shiny metallic arms. As they look at you, uh, they give you a smile and they go, I'm glad you're here. Uh, get up. Come on. Get to your station. Uh, we got to go, 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 go. And as you, uh, they say that, and they say, go, 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 every go, 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 the evil quarry on the other side is hitting you in the head. So it is just like you are being assaulted by new uh, information and an evil quarry. So as you kind of like get these and stuff, you hear a bomb-like explosion from your uh, more or less dream self that you're, it's currently happening and gathering age of events. By the way, the rest of the party, you are uh, way to Don Carlo, because that's what Mallory said. If you need to like <laughs> get away from people and like to be friends with a very powerful person, that's the best way. I like to think JB and Myra are mourning right now. I'm actively upset. Darcy is actively upset. Uh, Jack is probably coming to and going, one, two, three. Oh, no. Uh, so uh, we'll get to you guys. Uh, and the reason I'm going into so much detail with Maggie is because we gotta start the plot, and then Maggie is gonna have to catch up here for a second. So, so is is Nova dead? Anyways, the uh, <laughs> Maggie is Nova is uh, and you hear these bombs going up, huge explosions, and you look over, and there is what you assume to be a but is the size of one towers and sharp. It is absolutely unforsakenly impressively massive, uh, and 
there's like four or five people loading this giant glowing, uh, uh, looks like a keg almost, uh, into this machine. They all back, they all cover their ears, and it fires off. Shockwave goes out. And as you look, there's at least seven of them that you can see with your eye that way, let alone what's possibly behind you. The person who uh, is uh, over top of you trying to get you to your feet, they look away, and you can't really hear what they're saying to someone because it's just so loud. And they look to you, oh, you're not supposed to be here yet. Uh, they start to panic a little bit. Uh, and uh, they say something to you, but another bomb explosion get off, uh, went off, and you can hardly hear it, but you can probably read their lips. So give me a perception check. I'm trying to replace this. <laughs> There you go. Put that one. Oh, that was much better. I can bring my chair down. 18. That'd be kind of cool. 18. So you can make out every word, but you can make out the words, I'll get you back, hopefully in one piece. Uh, uh, Maggie, on the other side, you have now gotten the upper hand on this Dreaming Dark Quarry. Go ahead and give me two more attack rolls. Ooh, 26. 26, that hits. It's plus eight, right? Yep. And dirty 20. Dirty 20. Uh, that is a total of 4d10 plus 15 damage. 4d10? 4d10 plus 15 damage. So as you're hitting them, your hands are still giant and blue, and your arms seem to be elongated. 26 all day? Mm -hmm. Okay, so you're definitely just laying into this person, because as each second's happening, you are, your self that's in the quote-unquote real world, you're moving faster than what most people are. So combat for you is going four or five turns as for someone else. So as this person says to you, I'm going to get you back hopefully one piece, they seem to yell uh, at one of the crews that have the big guns and they all both look and he's doing one of these motions and they're like, ah, uh, and they throw it. Um, from what you would have assumed, something that had been five people to uh, carry, uh, it would have gone like 10, 15 feet and you guys are probably close to 100, 120 feet away. It makes it to you. It almost goes in a straight line. So these people are either very powerful or something's going on with the physics or that thing's very light. As the person who's over you catches it, you realize it is not very light because you can feel because he has a hand like on your shoulder or something kind of like not guarding you but like making sure the, like shrapnel or rocks don't hit you. As he catches it, it is a huge impact that hits him. And you can feel um, As he's holding it, you now start to feel your skin start to burn as if you're being sunburned immediately to the point of you are now experiencing pain. Uh, give me a constitution saving throw. On the other self in the real world, you are now starting to get the upper hand again. Nine. Nine? Yeah, you're starting to feel a lot of damage. Uh, a lot of pain. It's really hurting as this thing is just sitting there close to you. Give me a tackle for the real, quote unquote, you in the real world. 16. 16? Well, that hits. Uh, please give me 5d10 plus 20. You, uh, as you hold this uh, creature into your hands, a big ray of light seems to shoot from your palm uh, and eat into their head, and the silhouette around them is digging into the building. Four, but 17. 17 all day? Okay. So, you have 17, uh, that was the 50. Okay. So, 30 ish. 30 ish. 32, whatever. Uh, you are just decimating this thing now. You've seemed to get the upper hand. Um, so this guy who has this thing above you, uh, he starts to take it apart with his other hand, and inside of it is just an impossibly bright, glowing object. Uh, and as he takes it, he, uh, he wishes you luck. He, he says to you, I'm going to see you soon, but when it's the correct time. And he says, I wish for them to go back together. Um, and the wish spell activates, and you are now transported back to your body. 
back through the jet stream, uh, back through the shadowy quarry horde. Uh, and as you get to your body, you fade to black. Uh, when you come to, it's closer to, not closer to nighttime, but definitely some time has passed. Uh, and you're on, the, you're on the rooftop by yourself. Uh, you now see what is the remnants of the Emerald Claw soldier who was the quarry. Real burnt, real beat up, real some bl bruises, some fist impressions. Your clothes, whatever clothes you were wearing, are now kind of torn and stretched real heavily around every muscle that you have. Whatever happened to you, you definitely grew pretty uh, big. And the only thing that is on the roof next to you is a metal hawk. It is complete clockwork. Um, the eyes are ruby red uh, with hints of orange, and it drops two things at your uh, feet before taking off uh, and doing a shrill. Uh, would you like to look for two things? Yeah. One, a uh, ticket stub uh, for a Don Carlo, uh, Carlo, uh, Don Carlo's uh, diamond, Carlo's diamond is club for a, any, every gen matters which is some sort of event he has. So it, it drops that, and it drops a single piece of paper with a name written on it. And the name is Tugald Vic Nova, um, which you know as a Kalashar is quarry language. What's it said? You say it, you don't know. But it definitely at least has your name on it. Sorry, I'm just reading on it. You're good. All right, hey, other people playing the game. Would you like to play the game? No. Cool. So... Uh, Maggie has fallen over the side uh, before you guys can really react and like see uh, get to her. You look over the side and she's nowhere to be found. Uh, from this height, no use getting a body. Just truthfully, no use of getting a body. because she uh, Even yeah. at this height. This is true, but you so you can take the chance with people in suit following you to go look for her or you could try to lose them and get to the quote-unquote safe house at the, dunk, uh, the Carlo Diamond. I'm going to find her. Uh, Jack, Bart Jack Barter's on steering. Whatever he's doing, I guess. But um, I was, Jack would be like, they're fine. This is like that one time 10 years ago where they just kind of disappear and then yeah, we'll be back. It's fine. It's fine. I am utterly unfazed. Yeah. Like, this happens. This has clearly happened several times. And I was I like, yeah, it's always fine. It's actively fine. upset, but I'm contracted to JB. So, actively upset. <laughs> My boss sucks. <laughs> you want to complain about work in my group chat. I'm an excellent boss. It's written into my backstory. I am an exceptional captain. As a captain, I would say it's a good captain move that if someone fell overboard and they're more than likely dead, uh, go ahead and try to lose. Yeah. That Nova has had this happen several times in our like 12 year history. She's fine. So. That would be a fun backstory. You, you just have a history of falling over the edge. The klutz. Yeah. <laughs> I actually think my dex is very low. <laughs> uh, it's plus one. I love one. It's plus one, too. I'm going. I'm going to the next port. <laughs> so you guys get, uh, you lose your pursuers uh, through Jack Barter's excellent uh, driving, sailing, whatever. And you are able to make it to the Don Carlo. Carlo Diamond, jeez, is one. that in relation to like? So in the map uh, that I sent you guys in the group chat, mm -hmm. uh, the one of the middle ward, this all took place over Bazaar, which yeah. is the marketplace. Uh, I with my house. I didn't know you had a house here. Uh, oh, your house's thing. 
I'll tell you that shortly because I don't know off the top of my head. Um, not close. That's fine. I can tell you that right now, not very close. Um, so you guys are going to go to Underlook. Underlook's uh, traditionally a inn district, but it used to be a pretty good nightlife district. Um, as far as popular places going around, the Carlo Diamond is the number one choice right now. Um, Underlook. If you go into the middle area and to the left, you'll see the bazaar and then you'll look to the left of that. Um, so the Carlo Diamond is a, it has built a reputation to be a very classy, very fun, hip, jazzy place for very cheap. There's, um, his, yeah, there's a, there's a program that's been going on called Every Gent Matters. And what that is, is if you don't have nice clothes, you haven't bathed recently and stuff like that, you're not allowed in, but you can for really low amount of money, like a couple copper, eight or nine copper. They'll rent you a suit, let you take a bath before you come in, doll you up, hair dressing and stuff. So you feel good. You feel important. You look good and you fit right in with everyone else. The whole idea is everyone in there, it's hard to distinguish nobility from common men. Um, there's enough suits, dresses. They dress everybody up. They dress everyone up. Um, I have a set of fine clothes I can change into. I have them all. There you go. You can do that if, uh, if you want to use your clothes. But if everyone wanted to do that, um, you can in copper. You just can't get it unless you look presentable. It, it just labels me as a house agent. For my That's fine. So. Um, How does that work for a work? You're going to be an interesting one here in a second, bud. I, I assume my clothes are already pretty decent. Yeah, I assume mine are. You probably have nice enough clothes to yeah. pass. How much would it be to bathe? Like I said, it's in a copper flat fee. You get clothes, bathing, all that I'd stuff. I like to bathe if we're going to be there because I'm probably bloody. <laughs> You're probably bloody, bro. <laughs> uh, yeah, you get there. They definitely take care of you. They're used to adventures. Can I buy, pick, right, buy, like, clothing? <laughs> you know what? I think you can. I think you probably could. Uh, you wear a lot of ponchos. Like you just keep. Yeah. It would actually be glamour weave, and you would have to like specifically get glamour weave that goes like over top of your clothes that look like normal clothes. <laughs> just that way, the, the illusionary clothes always look. Right. So me and Chase <laughs> smell it. They smell the blood. So you guys get there, uh, and Mallory kind of goes to the front door. She's kind of known this place before, uh, and the front door person working there. Um, that one doesn't have a name. Don't even bother asking that person's name because I have everyone else's name but theirs. Hey, what's your name? Jerry. I want you to say... Brad. <laughs> Tiffany. I don't have a Tiffany yet. Tiffany. Uh, Tiffany uh, takes Mallory without actually sending her down the road to get changed and bathed and stuff. She actually takes her inside and like off to a side room. Nope, everyone else has a thing. It shattered, remember? Yeah. No one has a thing anymore. Yeah. You all have it. Uh, yeah, so everyone here, uh, go ahead and just lose a copper. They doll you up. Ben, <laughs> my friend, uh, you're at the bathhouse and, uh, there's a halfling woman just kind of as like everyone's getting in line, they get to you and she's just like, Hmm. I'm just going to pull my moths a little bit tighter around my tongue. Can I trim any of that? Can I cover it? Yes. You like black? Sure. This might not be as hard as I thought. Uh, and she gets uh, a long poncho-looking thing, and she actually ties it around you in certain ways that it actually, like, it doesn't make you look good, 
but it hides a lot of the lumpy wood bits. I'm wearing a black moo-moo. And <laughs> he just canonically said. Yeah, she nods. And uh, she actually takes, instead of, like, a little rose or something, like, put in your pocket, she actually, like, takes one of your mushrooms, like, off your shoulder and, like, pins it. <laughs> Sorry, darling, but it's just like a haircut. Fine. Uh, and she, like, she puts it in your uh, your pocket. And you actually look, you actually do look, for what we have to work with, pretty good. So I'm basically wearing a full black dress. More or less. A toga? A toga is a really good one. Yeah. So you all look all dolled up. You get in there. As you're taking a look around, it's really fancy and nice. So as you go through the front door, to your left is a huge bar area. Uh, it's actually a two-tiered bar. So everything on the top shelf is literally someone has to get a rope. Yes. Uh, there's a lot. There's a lot of liquor in yeah, here. Just have a ladder, like one of those like sliding library ladders. Because then they can do cool repel tricks if they come down. <laughs> uh, or pull, or pole tricks. Maybe it's a pole. Yeah. Uh, yeah. You know what? It changes every week. Depends uh, on shift. Yeah. Too, they have really good food for the pricing. Um, it's a little bit higher in this area than most, but it is just really good food. There's a huge dance floor in the middle. Where everyone's doing like those jazzy swing dancing things. The stage is an, uh, an eye opener and it's a landmark in this area. It's actually been salvaged from an old theater that burnt down in the university district. Um, they were actually able to save the stage itself and uh, put it here. So the stage is reclaimed for use and it has a vast history. Uh, a lot of people come here just to admire it. Occasionally, they do plays here, but it's very rare compared to like university and theater districts. But a lot of people really appreciate the history of this particular stage. Off to the right, in this ending uh, kind of like inner area, there's like a few tables, and then it goes up, a few more tables, goes up, a few more tables. Up. The whole thing is probably three stories high as far as the nightclub goes. There's a VIP uh, balcony above the front door when you guys first come in, that's pretty close to the top. Uh, on top of everything else goes another three stories and they actually do work an inn. So you can stay here, it's very, very nice. It's probably the most expensive inn in this district since that is considered more of a luxury status than a- well, it's like a dinner theater slash nightclub. It's mostly a nightclub thing, but they do dinner theater. They do uh, let people stay. It's kind of like a jack all trades kind of thing. Uh, but they specialize in this uh, jazzy nightclub environment, uh, and they are very accepting of everyone, and they try to make everyone on the same visual plane. Oh. It's so like it's, it's got yeah. rooms, it's got entertainment, it's got food, it's got drinks. Like. Yeah, it's a fun place. There's a reason this is one of the last ones in this district for nightlife. So, as since I have a house agent as my background, um, and I have connections. Do I see anybody else from my house that might be here? Same, but I'm actually trying to avoid them. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yes. Uh, yes, and you don't even have to get, yes, you see someone else. Uh, you see someone who knows your house. Um, or not. Actually, <laughs> actually, Darcy, you also see someone. Okay. Uh, Darcy, you, do you? I don't necessarily need to talk to them. I just wanted to know if there's anything yeah. else here. In case I didn't. People didn't know I'm part of House Thrash. You know someone. They're not part of your house. You know someone. So you three actually, everyone who like was part of a house went to roll for it. Um, do you see someone from that house or know of them? Um, let's go first. I'm not going to. Yeah. Do I know them or do they know me? You know 
Okay. Don't necessarily need to talk. Okay. Uh, I roll to find out who it is and then decide from there if I need to ask him or not? David, you know this person, same person you know. Um, Their name is uh, Mary Mandel. Um, She is a high grade, be good with them person. Your house. No. Uh, Your house, uh, house, uh, house of warding. I have it right here in front of me with this fancy dancy thing. Is it Kunara? Sure, sure are. You know you're not really. Uh, yeah, your house. Uh, bring her on some things. Um, she is very good with numbers. Um, you know them for a vastly different reason, uh, and that is because uh, Gavin Delander is this is his current crush. Uh, he will actively fly above the city, propel on a rope to this spot to try to use. Um, Gavin's not bad. Uh, you don't like him. <laughs> uh, out, of, out of everyone in the currently, you would probably have the best chance of having a dinner with them. Well, I was checking with Mary. With Gavin. Gavin. Yeah. Out of everyone in the lander, you would have the most luck. You would have the most fun time having a dinner with this person. They are very on their own butt, um, but they seem weirdly... They seem, exactly. He seems to be aware of it, and he'll rip on it, too. But yeah, he, he has been known to um, definitely make uh, visits here. Yes, but that could be classified. I don't see Gavin. I only see his crush. Yes. I'm going to go out of my way to leave this poor woman alone. There you go. And be like, uh, she's really good. So yeah, she's- I'm going to go out of my way to not bother her. <laughs> you just keep tipping the bar. Yeah. <laughs> So sorry. So sorry. I know what you go through. Uh, Darcy, you see someone completely different. You see someone of the name uh, pa- uh, Pamela Durkle. The Durkle. Yeah. The Durkle. I'm sorry. No, you don't. <laughs> Pamela the Durkle does not exist anymore. She does. Who? Sandra uh, the Bull. Um, she is a huge orc woman, and she is a ex- not ex house member. Yeah, she is an. Ex- House member of your house. She left uh, due to disputes, and every other house has left due to disputes. It is more or less like spit on them on site. Um, Except Sandra, who is, everyone says, just leave her alone. Just don't mess with her. Um, did she do any training for me while I was there? Or is she, I just know her name. You just know her name. What's, how do you spell her last name? L I P O Lipple. Uh, for all of our viewers out there, this is also the sister of a friend of ours. What? They're good. There, yeah, there's only a few people that are going to get this, but that's fine. This was fun. Cool. So that's what you guys see immediately. Uh, Sandra is in the state. Uh, she is wearing a nice uh, long blue dress uh, as a giant woman. She is so uh, really pretty in there. Uh, but still could kick your butt pretty easily kind of way. Uh, are known for being strong. Yes. Mary in a uh, burgundy looking uh, suit. Uh, she's off wear a pantsuit today. Um, it it kind of is ugly, but in a clash of colors, it's busy, but in a fun way kind of thing. And that's all we see at the moment. What is Mary? I'll play that here in a second. Oh. Mary's 12. 12. 
No, I knew the name of the owner. Everyone knows the name of the owner it is no, Don is Donald Carlo now. Did we ever get a name for this club? Uh, the Carlo Diamond. Carlo Diamond? Probably not me. This is my first time in a real city. Not you. I'm only like four years old, so. Yeah, you go up to the bar and uh, you order a drink and they give you like. Drink. Like, I, sure. I don't have to eat or drink. So I'm just kind of standing. You're just standing. I like to think you have like a cup of water and you just have your like finger in it. <laughs> yeah. You pour it on your head. Be missing some. Yeah. I look at the menu and I see mushroom and I order it and I'm pissed off that it's cooked when I come You said too little. We're going to say you order mushroom. It has not come out yet. <laughs> we'll get there. Uh, <laughs> Chilling with him, like. Yeah. Oh, sure. Must drink more friends. <laughs> Together we are friends. <laughs> we are a fun guy. Uh-uh. <laughs> uh, it's perfect. I don't like that, yeah. It's only gonna get worse. <laughs> so me and Chase have figured out um, by accident that we've actually uh, accidentally created a rocket and group yes. from Guardians of the Galaxy. Oh, like, it was, it was an accident, however, it's... It, that's pretty good. That's pretty good. Cool. So what does everyone want to do? The idea is Mallory is currently talking to the owner of this club. Um, when people get hired on, it's always by him, on his choice of his uh, decision. Um, what is everyone doing in the meantime? Darcy. I'm following JB. You're going to follow... Uh, Jack slash Caitlin. Yeah. Okay. What are you doing there? I am doing my absolute best to make sure that this poor bartender does not see me. Okay, so you are definitely. Give me a stealth. Caitlin, are you right or left handed? Me? I am left handed. I know you personally. Oh, JV's ambidextrous. That doesn't help me when I'm trying to stand on your weak side. <laughs> every, every side of your weak side. <laughs> directly behind you and step on your shoulders. 20? Yeah, they, unless you want to be spotted no, by them, they're not. I am doing my absolute goddamn best to make sure. Are you testing me to try to stop Poor woman. You're just kind of like leaning in the corner. Yes, you're like, I hate everyone in my house. I hate all of them. I hate their guts. Why are they all shit? <laughs> to be clear, I, I don't hate this woman. I just am trying to actively not add stress okay. to this woman's life. That's fair. And if I see Gavin, I'll be like, no, no. <laughs> he probably won't stop in you. Last you heard, he's on a pretty long uh, supply run. Cool. Um, but yeah, there's a sending stone, David. Uh, I would like to call him. No, I'm not going to be back today. What do you do? Look up that email. Hold on. Weird food poisoning during lunch. Not coming back. <laughs> just so you know, I'm just real quick. I'm just going to go ahead and Google his email real quick. Google? The, the email you sent me. Sorry? Yeah, which work? My main. I full-time job. The full-time job? Okay, so, uh... Bring, bring, bring. How can I drop you call? Hey, that's a big thing. Can I talk to you about it? Sir, I'm just... Are you going to tell me who you got to direct your call to? I don't know what name. Uh, you could just say House uh, Kadark. Oh. Kadark right there. Oh, I'm... Yeah. Yeah, I need to talk to House Kadark. Okay, they send you on a big uh, dwarf voice and say, Oh! Hey. Hey, I'm gonna be uh, the rest of the day. We definitely need you to come in tomorrow. Uh, David, uh, Arfic, Arfic's been uh, hollering up and up, and they need to talk to you. 
Uh, uh, you need the ID number? Uh, okay, last three is 301. Okay, later. Yeah, so for all the listeners, David has a uh, spreadsheet uh, full of information, and uh, some of that information has ID number. Yeah, we'll, we'll get to that more later. <laughs> Wait, let me see. Uh, so David's called into work. He's doing some work calls right now. Uh, Hannah, anything particular? Just staying with Ben? I'm just, um, yeah. Uh, Maggie's still dead. Uh, you're doing your best to stay out of trouble. Uh, Chase. Yes. What are you? So Mallory would love to go talk to Dawn. Yes. Okay. Um, in that case, I assume they're like up in the VIP room. Uh, last you saw, she was taken to a side door next to the kitchen bar area. Okay. Um, out of concern for, like, I trust the Dawn not to hurt. Uh, Mallory or anything like that. Yeah, he has zero reputation to just murder people. Yeah. Oh, but Johnny, like Johnny's very protective of Mallory. So he's gonna try to like sneak sneak around the back room, see if he needs shot. Help check. I'm sure she's not getting into no trouble. Oh, uh, okay, okay. Call seven, that's not bad. Let's see. Ooh, 17. Yeah, sure, why not? You get into uh, the back room. Cool. Uh, as you enter that door, you realize it's just kind of a hallway, and it shoots off to the right. If you had to make an instant gut reaction, it probably shoots off in two behind the stage. So it's a big hold. Okay. It's it's a, right. Yeah. Um, I want to just, like, peek around the corner. Do I see, like, any security? And that you've seen this, this far. Oh. Uh, yeah, I'm going to just keep going until I can find, like, the Dawn's office. Uh, you keep going down the hallway, all stealthy, I assume, yeah. with that 17. You can keep using that 17. It's a pretty good roll. Uh, as you get to uh, the very like last little corner where you think you would be behind the stage, you do hear voices. So you're thinking you're getting close to Mallory and uh, whoever they're talking to um, because you think you're hearing Mallory's voice. Okay. Uh, but as you get very close to that, uh, you definitely hear stuff coming your way. What do you do? Uh, anything in the hallway for me to hide behind? There's a few things. There's like small boxes, barrels, mops. Um, barrels, you say? I want to open one, jump in, and like put the lid over. So as you do that, you definitely squish into something. Oh. Uh, it is very. It's not wearing yeah. my clothes. It's not, like up to their ankles. For you, it's probably like knee. <laughs> it's like maybe almost knees. Um, if you had to guess, this was probably just like a muck, like a like some sort of like after they get done mopping, they scream oh. in there. But just dirty, condensed, dirty water constantly gotcha. over the years. Gross. Uh, <laughs> uh, and they walk by and no one sees you. Um, what's the, I hear the footsteps are sufficiently away. I'm going to climb out of the barrel. I'm going to continue to get to those voices. See, make sure Mallory's not getting herself into trouble. She's a kid. She doesn't know no better. She's a genius. Uh, no mind like myself to uh, have her die. Please don't kill me. I'm proud of that. That was so funny. Uh, so yeah, you go around the corner, and as you do, you don't hear voices. And where you would have assumed they would be, uh, they were gone. They were gone. They left. Okay. Um, do I see like a office area, or is it just like still kind of like an open? Two exits you know of is there's one that goes up. There's two that go out past the stage on like either side of like if backstage people are going in and out, and uh, the way you came. So there's three more possible. Uh, I'll go up then, since that's where the VIP rooms are. I assume that's where our office is. Okay. Uh, cool. You go up there. <laughs> I've rolled like shit. What's about you? 
Uh, you can now be up there. It's like a weird area of the stage, like a long, somewhat hallway. And you see it goes um, to out of sight of the main floor to the VIP balcony, okay. which is also where uh, the main entrance for the inns are. Okay. Uh, and as you look across that, yeah, you totally see someone sitting down there with Mallory, and they're just there chilling, talking, having a blast. They don't seem to be worried or freaking out. Okay, that's good. Uh, so, tr- still want to eavesdrop, so I'll get a little bit closer. I will tell you, yeah, so the, the catwalk is going to be, well, it does have like, so it's not like a catch catwalk, right? it is like a made to walked on and like have drywall and stuff. Yeah, you can probably walk without them seeing you pretty easily, actually. Yeah, you want to just get there, you drop a little bit? Okay, um, yeah, straight up, uh, Mallory and the person that you have uh, figured out his name, Angela. We're talking about clothes. Um, Mallory is just really like impressed with Angela's uh, dress. It is made out of literal lap of potato sacks, but it has trimmed in a way to look like a suit on the bottom, and, like a weird flowing dress on top. And she has a crazy wig on right now. Okay. Uh, you're gonna assume it's a wig. I should say you know it's a wig, but it might be a wig. It's kind of crazy. Gotcha. Yeah. All right. Uh, uh, I guess I'm just gonna like hide out. Like, is, are there other tables I can just like hide under? Yeah, yeah. I'm just gonna do that. Make sure she's not getting herself uh, giving in over her head. Okay. So they just continue on their conversation for a while. And you're just there, waiting, waiting for my opportunity to strike. I, I don't know. Oh, I doubt. Please don't hit me. No! <laughs> Please don't kill me, counter and beggar. Coward and big. Um, so funny. That is the best ability I've ever heard of in my life. <laughs> cool. So if you guys aren't doing anything else and you're all just kind of doing your thing that you've uh, we've described, Ben, the mushrooms come out. They're cooked. Sliced, diced, uh, side of butter. What? <laughs> They're all cooked and sliced. I'm sorry, sir. Is this not what you wanted? What'd you do? Are we sitting all kind of close with like the same? Yeah, somewhat. I'm going to like casually be like, ooh, those are the best thing on the menu. Go back. <laughs> yeah, they're really expensive. Uh, they were sauteed, iced, and cooked by our head cook. Cooked by And she like looked at the bit. Uh, he was giant mushroom as a head. In all due fairness, sir, you did order mushrooms. <laughs> How would I suppose to know he didn't want them cooked? He's just gonna slowly point to his own head. I can take this certainly away, sir, and bring you uncooked, unsliced mushrooms. Are they still alive? I don't know. I'm not a mushroom. Take me. Uh, sir, we can't have guests in the kitchen. They're gonna go get back. <laughs> Do you follow them? Yes. <laughs> They have not said that they're not speaking. Yeah. kind of walked away, and you have just gotten up just with all of them. just dropped the plate. Like, no disregard to set it down. Like, no, no. Can I catch the plate? Yeah. Cool. Do you need them? Uh, oh, yeah. Yes. It's the best dish on the menu. Uh, <laughs> do need what do you want me to roll? Probably slightly. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, yeah. cool. It seems like it's crucially. Yeah, I'm just good. Okay. Uh, he takes you over to the giant orc woman uh, by the stage. Uh, and he goes, uh, Sandra, um, this Warforged here with a giant mushroom on his head ordered mushroom, but he doesn't want to cooked. And he wants them not dead, but he wants to see them in the kitchen. 
Can he go in the kitchen? Door right there. It's like next to the bar. And is it by Sandra? Who is yeah, she's by the stage. Uh, the person has walked away from the bar to go to the Is there any way I can distinguish where the kitchen is? Oh, yeah, you can 100% go So he's having that conversation with her, and she looks up and you just go through the doors. Uh, there's people going back and forth, um, dishes. There's like four or five people in there. Lots of fire going on. Yeah, are you going to look for them? Yes. Uh, ben, give me a... Just give me a 20. Just roll a d20. Six. Six? You hear something. You hear the call of mushroom. <laughs> they're, they're nearby. I'm going to follow them. <laughs> give me another 20. Six again? So you are wandering. Oh, I did say that, yeah. You have advantage of anything regarding mushroom knowledge or... Uh, that's just a straight 16. Okay, yeah, you find them pretty easily. They're in the back. Uh, so mostly, this is an Orvine. Uh, you find a bin full of mushrooms. And as you go look through them, like you hear the call of the mushrooms like in your head. You're mostly all dead. So you are looking at a bin of carcasses. And like at the bottom, there are small little pleas. Uh, as you look and like start, people are next to you and they're like, sir, you got to get out of here. Uh, and you are just ripping mushrooms out. And they are like a gold a pop. So these are like expensive food. And you are just ripping and you like get to these like two at the bottom who are just barely like, to absorb the other mushroom for nutrients. They are barely alive. And they are like paying for pee. Uh, and the please aren't for help, but it is definitely like a I'm literally just going to stick them physically to my body. Hey, they want to hear. They want to hear instantly, but you can't hold them there. Okay. Just stick them like the end of those little shipping peanuts and stick them on. Get out. You want the bar too? Yeah. Okay. So no one's gonna touch Ben. Ben looks weird. Uh, they are going to grab you. Giant warfords wearing a moo moo. They don't want him here. Oh, okay, go right ahead. Okay, you gotta actually touch him and try to pull him out. Athletics check. I've gotten my... I've gotten my mushrooms, I'm just walking out. Look like the mushrooms that were cooked on the plate. Yes, you're not cooked. Okay. Uh, so Ben, please add uh, fancy mushrooms to your body. Um, if anyone like to harvest mushrooms, uh, if Ben lets them harvest mushrooms, you can sell the, you can sell these for decent money. Uh, don't touch my babies. Uh, as as uh, I connect with you, you do hear a small little sigh. Uh, they, uh, why not? Uh, ben, they're going to tell you a secret. <laughs> um, remember, this is a, yeah, Ben can speak to mushrooms. Uh, and I, we're going to just have fun with mushrooms. They tell you a secret, um, and I rolled to see how good of a secret that would be in the real world. Uh, they won't connect to What would these mushrooms fucking tell you? <laughs> that they taste delicious. Uh, so these They're just uh, eating their fellow companions. <laughs> I understand. I have no concept of delicious, so I'm just like, what? That's so funny. <laughs> He literally just said they were cannibalizing each other, so... Like, out of desperation, not like a... Okay, maybe at first it was. <laughs> okay, so, uh, I just wanted to see if this... I 
They're going to tell you a real world uh, secret. I rolled decently well. Uh, if they rolled bad, they would have told you they're delicious. <laughs> um, they grew from the east side of rain. Uh, and if you look on the map, um, they tell you that there is a disturbance happening in the Mornlands. I should say. So, uh, the east side of the closest possible, like, land to the Mornland that is not corrupted. Uh, and they can tell you that there is something happening there. If you disturbance in the Mornland. Fancy mushrooms told me so. Um, there she's the reason I'm here yeah. otherwise I'd be happily content in my dead village of mushrooms uh, Chase when do you have to get going okay we'll uh, get to uh, the kicker here in a second uh, actually we could do I could just pause here for a second and make it like neat uh the dawn and everything, and we can set up the Patreon, uh, and you could just be up there with Mallory. It would make sense for Danny here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You do that. Is there anything you'd like to engage before your section comes to an end? Mm, not really. I think it's, it's yeah. like, I don't know where they got that gem from. I don't know what you're doing here. I just want to be sure. Yeah. Cool. Cool, then I will. Uh, like I said earlier, sure. It's huge. Perfect. Well, we'll pause the recording here. And then uh, I'll restart it. And then yeah, we'll take a quick 15 minute break. And then I'll uh, restart it. The viewers, it's going to be a week. For us, it's going to be like five minutes. So uh, we'll remember everything and they'll forget it all. Perfect. And breathe. That was a doozy. Thank you guys so much. And we will see you again next